All right, all right. Exploding heads are back in the house. What's up, everybody? This is episode number nine, number nine, number nine. I'm Dave Z. I am here with Brandon. I am here with Christian. Hello. Hello. What up? Is this our St. Patty's episode since everything is clover? Oh, dude, that's good. Wow, we should have made it a fucking a clover. You're Let's right. do it right now. Why don't you iron a four-leaf clover? Anyone? Uh, no. A- anyone? Because uh-huh. you don't want to. You don't want to press your luck. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How okay. about we one more, this? one more, one more. Okay, go, go for it. One more. Why wasn't Jesus born in Ireland? Why? He couldn't find three wise men or a virgin. <laughs> hey! Oh! Oh! Rebound. Oh, the only thing more painful than that joke was Jesus' actual crucifixion. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, happy Easter. Wow. Yeah, we're recording this on Easter Sunday for everybody out there in case... That yeah, joke just came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's Easter stunt Sunday, and boy, does my ass hurt. <laughs> well, I'm Jewish. You know I, what the rabbit does to Jews on Easter. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got into this whole conversation today at dinner, too, at Easter dinner, asking questions about the whole thing about Jesus. And oh, I won't even get on topic. I just found it funny. I was like, you know what? Here's what I don't get. Jesus was Jewish, right? And there was an issue there. And Catholics, which is what my family is, Catholics are basically worshiping a Jewish man. But the Jewish people don't worship him. It's just strange, isn't it? Are they listening to our podcast? My family? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. You just said they're worshiping a Jewish man. I assumed you meant me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm mistaken. (laughs) Ah, yeah. (laughs) Oh. Who's that cute Daisley boy? (laughs) He sounds like a leprechaun. (laughs) Perfect way to fucking get out of that whole conversation. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we can't go too long on it. I just Did they tell you that we should be going more political in our show? Was that what they were saying? (laughs) Yes. Yes, they did say that. And I responded with a fuck you. (laughs) No politics, no religion. Yet, we discussed religion already. And I think we discussed politics, um, I don't know, what was it, two shows ago? It always pops up. It does pop up. Isn't that weird? Well, it's because of the anarchy that's going down there. Oh, it's because of the Canadian thing. I got you. The Canadian thing? Oh, the wall around Canada? No, no, because you're Canadian, you observe things from the outside about how fucked up this country is. It's not that we observe, it's, it's force-fed down our throats. It's all the... Ch- we get, like, two Canadian stations and everything else is U.S., Okay. Well, I'm exaggerating a bit. I'm exaggerating a bit, but not by much. No, I, I get that though, because I know what I I feel you. Uh, on the Canadian news do, stations, do they just like basically say, "Well, you know," like kind of rolling their eyes and look what happened in the states, guys? Another school shooting. Is, is it like that? No, uh, we we do that. The news the news <laughs> okay. jumps on it just like. Uh, American news. Uh, it's us, the uh, the asshole public, that uh, love to rub it in your faces. <laughs> okay, that's fine. As long as the television isn't doing it. You could do it on a podcast. You could do it in front of me. 
That's fine. As long as they're not on the news. That's typically Facebook shenanigans. It's not me necessarily, but yeah. it's every, you know, that's where everybody is the tough guy. Yeah, you're right. Internet tough guys. Yeah. I've been accused of being that too, which in some cases I do it. You know, it's fun every now and then just to start something with somebody, but typically I, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I retired from that. We used to do it. We had podcast wars with the Banana Laser crew and uh, some other thing. We had three different little feuds and uh, some, some some were malicious and some were, some were just for fun. They weren't even feuds. They were just kind of like exposing some ridiculous shit. And after the last one, I declared it on the air. I said, no more. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to feud with anybody. I won't even, I'll, I'll barely even disagree with anybody online. Well, yeah, you turned into like a nice guy, I heard. I am. I'm a, yeah. I'm a pretty nice guy. Yeah. A pretty, well, I, I think you are. And Brandon, I think he's, he's quieted down because I think he's trying to write some more jokes. Oh, that press oh, my luck. That's actually funny. That press my luck one was more. I was looking hit. for a good Canadian joke. <laughs> <laughs> looking? What are, you, what are you Googling it? Yeah, yeah I actually jokes. have to look it up. I don't know any Canadian jokes. So I'm like, let me look up a Canadian joke. Yeah, why did the Canadian cross the road? Why? He saw some American do it on TV. <laughs> what? Oh. I think you should keep Googling. <laughs> I didn't mind that one, actually. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Watch South Park more if you want Canadian jokes. Oh, That's what you do. Well, yeah, th- there's watch. Jewish jokes and Canadian jokes. you got to watch it. Ooh, what do the Maple Leafs and the Titanic have in common? What? They both look good until they hit the ice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's not... See, there's not much on Canada, even on the internet. It's such a dull, we're a dull country, eh? Yeah, a third world nation. <laughs> hey, man, I love Canada. I'll be the first to tell you that. Hey, I do. I, I do too. I love the states too. The states, it's fun. And I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's uh, we're neighbors. We got to get along, and we make fun of each other. Let's let's be honest. Sure, man. That's all good. It's all in good fun, right? So you got out of that conversation fast at dinner, or did it go on for a long time? I'm I'm bringing it by, right back to it. Um, no, they basically shut me up in a hurry. Not, not like they were angry or anything. They were just saying, "Oh, come on, you don't know that." They made it sound like, "Didn't you pay attention?" It was mostly my wife, actually, more than anybody. Didn't you pay attention <laughs> in Sunday school? I'm like, listen, I don't remember anything I learned in, in fucking high school, grammar school, Sunday school, this school, fucking driving school, barely nothing. I don't remember. I learn. It goes in one year. I remember it maybe for a test, and then it's forgotten. And my memory sucks. It's it's always been that way. It is what it is. I mean, when we get to Ten Cloverfield, you'll see. I just I just watched a movie less than ten days ago, and you guys are going to have to do most of the talking because I don't remember shit. So next next dinner, just say, "Honey, shut up and pass the sweet potatoes." <laughs> okay. <laughs> see how that goes over. That's our cliffhanger. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Although we have to have sweet potatoes on the on the. Well, if it's not sweet potatoes, I'll make something up. Can I Yams. Yams. Wow. You are Canadian. Oh, shit. <laughs> Caribou. You know? <laughs> Caribou. Pass me a Molson. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. Now, let's... Um, you know what? Let me say something right now. Next show is a big show. We want to put it out there now. This show is going to be kind of tight couple Cloverfield reviews, the old one, the new one, you know, in, in, in and out, have some fun. Hey, tight in and out, like my last girlfriend. Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's after he's with her. <laughs> yeah, that was after. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Bada bing! <laughs> oh, Black Phillip. <laughs> A Framalam. <laughs> so, yeah, next show. Next show, number 10, is a big one. Because, you know, as we said before, the 5s and the 10s and the 15, whatever. Every fifth show is going to be... Every every other show is going to be a big one. <laughs> every fifth show. Every fifth show is a bigger one. So, next show, we're going all out. We're doing something called 40 Years of Horror. And what that is, is 1975 to 2015. We're just going to basically come on. It's a pretty simple, you know, thing. We're just going to come on. We're going to look at each year. We're going to pick our favorite movie that year. Talk a little. But I have a feeling it's going to go on for a little while. Might be a longer show. Might not be. We'll see how it how it goes. But, uh, you know, that that's our idea. It's kind of a special show. So that's what we're doing. So 40 Years of Horror, Episode 10. Stay yeah. tuned. You're talking about coming on. I am not coming on nothing. Mm. Are you sure? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't see you. We don't have video Skype, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on over there. I'm wearing pants tonight. Wearing pants? Yep. Okay. Well, we've only... It's only been, I don't know, 10 minutes, if, and we're talking about semen already. I had to get one in there. Christian's off his game. Usually it's Christian <laughs> who does it. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. It's Easter Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. We're going to try to behave ourselves in the name of... Um... If it was Good Friday, I mean, that'd make, you know, a come in your face for the Last Supper joke, but it's Easter Sunday. you got to be respectful. <laughs> I already made a joke about being sodomized by the Easter bunny, so <laughs> I think I think I passed being respectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen to this. I'm not bullshitting you guys. Two days ago, I was driving home. And I'm on the highway now. I'm getting off an exit, you know, so I'm not completely on the highway. It's not like the middle of the fucking highway, but I'm getting off an exit, you know, coming on to on the way home. And I get off the and I'm not off. I'm getting off. And all of a sudden, (laughs) 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 semen. Yeah. (laughs) And all of a sudden something runs in front of my car, an animal. Now, usually if an animal runs in front of your car, uh, what the fuck is it? Especially, you know, we're talking highway. Well, the funny thing is, it was the night before Easter, and it was a fucking rabbit, and it ran right across my car. Like, I didn't kill it. It ran right across. Bottom line is, it was a rabbit. It was the night before Easter, and I can safely say I've never had a rabbit run in front of my car ever until that night. What he meant to say is he didn't kill it right away. He finished ejaculating, then he killed it. <laughs> Yay for semen. <laughs> <laughs> You said you were getting off when the rabbit ran in front of your car. I just can't stop. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, order of business here. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry about that. Caused a little fucking commotion here. All right. All right. <laughs> I was trying to come down with a gavel. Order of business. And, then- and you just made the dog and, and everybody get mad. <laughs> yeah. My wife's going to come go- here and yell go- at Yeah. Try that, try that sweet potato joke now. <laughs> right. If she does come in, it's on. Except I'll say, fucking pass me the vodka bottle or something. Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Say it again? She can't hear you. It's Honey, okay. shut up and pass the sweet potatoes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Honey, shut up and pass the vodka bottle. All right. I got it. All right. All right. I want to give a shout out to a podcast. And it's a horror podcast, of course. And it's a show by the name of Horrorcast. And the reason I'm bringing them up is because uh, Walshy, who's one of the guys, in the, there's three people on the show. There's Walshy, there's Mark Nato, and there's Horror Gal, Horror Gal Susan, and she's a YouTuber, actually. 
And uh, the reason I bring these guys up, and not not just because they're 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 only like they're about not as far as us right now on their show, but they're they're relatively new. But they've come from another podcast, and the reason I'm bringing this podcast up in them is because of what happened. Uh, now Walshy used to, well, still does, listens to uh, Skeleton Crew and some other shows that I've been on and, and listened to myself, and he's you know a friend of mine. Now, after I was doing Banana Laser about a year or so ago, he to start he decided to start getting involved in podcasting. So he says, "Hey, uh, I'm doing this podcast. I want your opinion on it. Uh, give this a listen." He knows I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth fan. Take a drink. So that's you know that's documented. He's like, "We did. Uh, we we reviewed one of them. I forgot which one it was." He goes, "Go on this show, show number four, whatever the hell it is. Listen to this to Friday Room. T- tell me what you think." I said, okay. Now, the name of the show was called um, Killer Flicks. That was the name of the podcast. So he was on this Killer Flicks podcast. So at the time, it was just him and some other guy. And I listened to the show, and while she was fine, the other guy was okay. They just didn't really have the chemistry that, that you like to hear. And he kind of had that feel. He didn't like the way everything was going on in the beginning. So now... I listened, and I tell him, man, I said, yeah, I said, listen, man, you were great, da, 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 da. and then he asked me some questions about and I won't get too into it. Now, what happened was this Mark guy, Mark Nato and Susan, ended up joining later. I, only, I listened to that one show, and I, was, I only listened to a Friday the 13th review, so I, I was unaware of these other people jumped on. Now, when this show starts, episode one comes in, and I come on, I talk about our format with the old and the new, and I say, nobody else is doing this. Somebody comes on to our Facebook or somewhere and says something, oh, by the way, there is another show that does this. You're not, you, you, this is not the format. You did not come up with this format. I was like, what? They said, yeah, Killer Flicks. I was like, what the fuck, really? So I had no idea. So I go, I go to listen to Killer Flicks and I go on the iTunes and it's not fucking there. And I can't find this Killer Flicks show anywhere. So I respond to this person. I say, you know what? They're gone now. I don't know what happened. So... Turns out, they were doing that format. I wasn't aware of it, of course, and by the time we started, they were they were gone. Now, when they started HorrorCast, I found, I found out and started listening. And I'm listening, I listened to episode one, and right off the bat they say, this is what happened, and there's a whole spiel, there's a whole story. They don't get too into it, they don't drink any, bring anyone's name in the mud. They just say the guy that was running it, the first guy that was there with Walshy in the beginning, something happened, they don't know why, but all of a sudden the guy just up and quit. It took everything down, all the killer flick stuff, everything. The show no longer exists, and it can't even be found. And I'm not quite sure why. So they stopped. So they 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 started again fresh, and they you know they started doing the show called Horrorcast. And on Horrorcast, they do a similar thing to us. And they're they're a real good show. They're entertaining. And what they do is they do an old movie with spoilers and a new movie without spoilers. And then they do some other things. They do uh, a little bit of, you know, they're collectors, so they'll talk about what what they've bought. They'll do maybe a little bit of news if something is going on. And they'll, uh, you know, maybe mention something they've watched or something that they want to say something quick, you know. But that's what's going on. I wanted to give them their props, and I wanted to give them a shout-out. As a matter of fact, I almost recorded with them last week. They needed somebody in a pinch, and I didn't have time to get the movies watched, but... Just a shout out to Horrorcast, to Walshy, to Mark Nato, and to Horror Gale Susan. So cool. keep doing what you're doing, guys. 
But since horror flicks is gone, we are the first to do the old and new. True. I'm just I'm joking. I, get it. I don't. I don't think anyone's ever even thought of it in yeah. the history of, <laughs> of thinking. Since thinking was invented, nobody has thought yeah. of it. Yeah. Who invented thinking, by the way? Um, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That's, Correct. That's the first guy that thought. Goes, hey, I, I know how to make some money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Phase oh, one. Je- oh, a Jewish Jesus joke. Ugh. Ah. Oh, exactly. Make some money. Yeah. yeah. You know. Ooh, we're pretty topical. But yeah, no, I never thought that we invented something. I mean, I was... Oh, no, no. I, yeah, no, I know, I know. I, I'm totally with you. But I will say you. this. I listen to plenty of fucking podcasts. Plenty. I've tried out more podcasts than... Women. Than a sluts <laughs> tried John's. Yeah. You know? And I don't recall anybody having that as their format. The reason I didn't know about Killer Flicks was because I just went on that Friday thing. Just you know, so he listened to this review. It was one of the Fridays, and I didn't. I listened to it, so I was unaware. So there you have it. So at the time when I did say it, I said nobody else is doing it. I wasn't telling the. I wasn't telling a lie. Oh yeah, uh, and we're with you. And whatever you know, it, it, even if we did steal it, which we didn't, even if whatever, it, it's like you said. Shows do what they do. Lots of shows do new. I won't say anything. Yeah, we won't say anything. We'll just do it better. <laughs> I won't I'm have joking. It. It's a good shout out, and I and I all horror fans unite. Absolutely yes, and check out that show. And if you guys haven't, give it a listen. It's a good show. Now there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, bear with us, people. Well, no, <laughs> it, this is good. This is good. I'm always joking over here. I know. I know. I um. I got to watching, I, I saw two movies on your top ten, Christian, as a matter of fact, that I didn't see during the season, during 2015. I, 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 I saw one Facebook post, and I, I was hoping we were going to talk about it, so shoot away. Nice. Well, I saw Crimson Peak, and I saw Goosebumps. Yeah, what would you think? I'll tell you what. I Crimson, <laughs> Peak, Crimson Peak I enjoyed. I thought the ghosts were fucking awesome. They were just badass looking. They were I, I, I really loved the ghosts. The story was good. I enjoyed it. It was well made. It, it's typical uh, del, del, del Toro stuff. i completely into it. I would probably give it an eight and a half. So it may have made the top ten. And okay. Goosebumps, lots of fun. Uh, I was on board from start to finish. It was cool. You know what? I would sum it up. I would say that it's kind of like a modern day, um, what's that, Monster Squad. Yeah, I could see that. That's Good the vibe. vibe I got, yeah. you know? And if I'm going to grade that one, I would probably give it like a seven, seven and a half, something like that. I enjoyed it. My daughter, the whole family liked it, so. Cool. So, well, I finally saw Krampus. Mm-hmm. And me too. I me too. absolutely... Uh, oh, you both did? Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Let's hear it. I absolutely loved it. It would have definitely made my top 10. I'm not, I I don't know where it would have fit in the top 10. Maybe I'll have to reorganize it and shoot that later. But there's no question, no question that would have made my uh, top 10. It was phenomenal. Loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Christian. I, I don't, it definitely had to be in my top 10 if, if I had seen it in time. It was so good. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. See? Nice. Yeah. That's amazing cool. film. Wasn't it? Man. Yeah, it was just. And I don't want to jump topics here, but I'm going to because I I, I love doing that. Do just it. the way my brain works. Saw a trailer right before we started recording, and I I can't wait to see the film. A new anthology film coming out. 
have you guys heard of or have you watched the trailer? I know, Dave, you don't watch trailers. But again, this one doesn't give too much away for an anthology film called Holidays. I know of it, but I never watched the trailer. Okay. Because <clears throat> Kevin Smith is one of the directors of uh, one of the segments. And it looked pretty cool. It looked, I mean, it did what a trailer should do, which is not give anything away, as opposed to just show a bunch of, more of a teaser, like show a bunch of shit that makes you want to see the movie and explore it more. I don't think they, I, I think it's a safe enough trailer for you to watch, Dave, but again, I don't want to ruin your habit of not watching trailers, and then you get pissed off if it does reveal something that you didn't want to see. But nah, I won't get pissed off. If, you, if you're going to tell me it's not going to spoil anything, then I'll take your word for it. Right, there's a couple of visuals that, I mean, but again, you have no concept of anything story-wise. It's just a uh, uh, you know cavalcade of images coming at you from the different segments. But I'm interested. I can't wait to see that. That's for sure. That looks uh, that looks great. Nice. There's another trailer I saw now too. And I I've totally drawn a blank. I didn't write it down, so I can't remember. But did you see a trailer for Lights Out? Lights Out. No, isn't uh-huh. that the isn't that the short film? That's yeah, but there's, there's a feature line too coming. Isn't the trailer just the short film? <laughs> No, I think there's a trailer. Isn't there a trailer? For- no, I'm sure there is, but I'm just saying that that would have been. <laughs> yeah. I saw a trailer for um, Conjuring 2. Oh, my God. You, you know, please tell me you liked it because Matt, your buddy Matt there, Dave. Yes, yeah, uh, so it looked boring, he, right? He, yeah, he's a bore. I put a little hate icon emoji <laughs> on his thing because, uh, oh, Chris, we're very close. But I mean, no, but just because I, I think that trailer looked awesome. What were your What were your thoughts, Brandon? I th- I thought it looked like like shit to be honest. What? I'm I'm still gonna see it, but I thought the trailer looked awful. I'm like, oh my god, they're really jumping ship from the first film. Wait a second, is this the same now? Because I just noticed there's a new trailer up. There's a new trailer. This... It's like two and a half minutes of like jump scares and just typical okay. regurgitated stuff. That well, you see I, I didn't watch. The, I did. I watched the one where, she, and again, Dave, I won't say too much here. Where she's just. Uh, uh, sitting on the, the swing set with the girl, the girl's talking, and then it shows the one segment with the crosses, and that's it. And then ends with a bit of a jump scare, and then it just says The Conjuring 2. And I thought that was a great little teaser, but I just noticed that there's a second te- a de- second trailer on now. I haven't watched that one, so. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think I watched the second one. I'll go back and watch the first one. Maybe it'll make me forget about the second. Maybe. I might owe Matt an apology. No, look, I'm not... A trailer doesn't look great, but I'm, I still want to see the movie. I'm a fan of the first one. Can't judge a movie by a trailer. You can, yeah. but you, you should it, it didn't give me the VV itches, is all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, I was yeah, this close to taking away a point for the witch until I saw it again. I think I got caught up in Hyperbole. I think I got caught up in, in you guys loving it so much. I think I got caught up in being a little woozy last last week or two weeks ago. And I think I I came in high. And I still like the movie, but I think I came in. I think I came in at an eight. I did come in at an eight, and I think it was a seven. But I I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold that as an ultimate cliffhanger until it gets released on blue or however iTunes, however I see it again. And I will reserve final judgment until then. Both your answers are wrong. It's higher than an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shit. 
No, that's cool. That's cool. I respect that. I'll have to go up a point if you go down a point. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dave, Dave's going to give it an 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a spinal tap scenario. And just for a listener. This review there, goes Dave... to 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Dave watched Cloverfield 76 times in preparation for the show. <laughs> and he still doesn't remember a thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well... The witch. I can't wait to see what. What made you decide to maybe want to drop it? Like out of nowhere, I said, "Hmm, maybe not an eight. Like after the recording, that's weird. It was. It was, it was after. Well, hey, I edit, and as I was going through it again, I'm like, I don't know. Brandon said it best when he when we were talking about the boy and raving about the boy, and he's like, I really want to see that movie, and you guys had me convinced that. Because I had just just saw it, and I know I told you I, I dozed off, but I, it wasn't for very long, and I said it might have even added to my enjoyment. But hearing you guys talk about it, I said that's what actually secured, I think, my final rating of an eight. But then the more when I was editing, and the more I was thinking about it, and the more I was thinking back to the movie, I was like, there's some good parts in it. I don't want to officially bring it down yet until I view it again, start to finish, and then I'll, I'll we'll talk about it. Uh, well before the year-end show, I think. I think you were soured by that that interview that they did with Black Phillip where he came off real arrogant. <laughs> it might have been that. Yeah. Oh, Black Phillip. Oh, Black Phillip. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll sum it up with this. I don't think you can be middle of the road on this movie. I think you love it or you hate it. That's pretty much what I've seen so far. So I don't think you can even give it a seven. I think when the time comes, you're going to say... Oh, you don't. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. No, I see you eight or higher or, or or five or below. I just don't see this movie as the type of movie that's a seven. I just don't see it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> I'm predicting that he will not give it a seven. That he will go... He might even go higher. We'll see. Depending on how he watches it. First of all, you got to watch it in the right atmosphere, too. That, that makes a difference. It was a dark theater with ten people in it. I thought that was the perfect scenario. Oh, you were in a manger. You were tired. I was tired. <laughs> You're right. I, I had a manger. <laughs> way in a manger. Yeah. <laughs> a manger. Uh, no, you're right, though. I was, I was tired, and it was a more vocal audience than I like. Actually... I only want a vocal audience if I'm watching a piece of shit and I'm right there with them. Um, oh, yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I don't want to hear them. But yeah, anyway. I'm going to start telling goat jokes pretty soon if you guys don't stop. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, let's get on to Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, let's get on it. I'm going to say one more thing. If you, by chance, use any type of psychedelic drugs at all, use them and watch The Witch. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Viagra? Psychedelic. Psychedelic! Not hard dickic. Hard dickic. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Braided's ass. <laughs> a little smoke, a little shroom. Something Why like... does all those jokes go to you, Braided? I don't understand it. <laughs> I'm very anal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes. And with that... I wanted to be gay, but I, but I failed the oral. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Very good. Oh! Oh, who posted that, that Dice uh, video? That was hilarious. <laughs> She's a fat, he's a fat piece of shit. Eat a fucking carrot! 
Oh, it's great. And talking about Clay, his new show looks phenomenal. Yes. It looks I, hilarious. Really? Let's do a review on it when the first episode drops. We should. We should, because I watched that preview at least five times, and I laughed every time. All right, we'll do it. It'll be a segment. It'll be like a 15-minute thing. Just yes. in, in honor of Clay, because you know we've embraced him and everything that's going on. We'll just and do we'll it. Just, as a... And we'll just be as vulgar as possible. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's different than any other show. No, we're we're restrained right now. Yeah, we were restrained. Oh yeah, we are. I'm holding back. It's Easter Sunday. I'm holding. Oh, back. that's right. Yes, it is Easter. Yeah. yeah. So if I yes, keep reminding me of that, please. Just in case. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got YouTube videos. I, I, I before we get into this, there's, I did a comedy show where Jesus Christ falls off the cross, telling a knock knock joke. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> You were you playing Jesus? No, I play the I play the one of the other guys that's nailed backwards on the cross. He played the Who's There guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did play the Who's There guy. It did was you? a buddy. A buddy and I made a <laughs> sketch comedy show back. We filmed it in two thousand eight, edited it, and our goal was to use it as like a pile, like you know, try to fish it around, farm it out to people, and see if we could get like uh, get some bites and whatnot. And then we. We're so anal about editing that we never did anything with it. So I finally got tired, so I started putting them on YouTube one at a time. Now, the Jesus sketch has never really been put out by itself because it was the opener to the show. So, yeah, you just have to, it's in the trailer for it, but you don't, you don't actually see the payoff. You just see us preparing. It's a really bad joke, but it, that's, that was the whole point because I find knock-knock jokes are just ridiculously stupid. And so it's just one of those things that open up the show. Wow, that's great! Yeah. I always wanted to do some sketch comedy. It, it, you know what? It's a lot of. Fun. I will tell you, it's a lot of fun. There are. Hey, it's called To Be Announced. They're out there on YouTube. I, I'll post the link to them to the site. Why don't I do that? And it, it, it's, it's not so much about self promotion. It's just more about the fact that um, you're either going to find the stuff funny or you're not. But my, our whole pro- point of it was keep it short. Don't go like um, Saturday Night Live long. And if we went long. We're doing it as a lark to the fact that we know it's going long. Uh, I That's a page right out of uh, Family Guy. Uh, when they <laughs> do some repetition that just keeps looping over and over and over and over again. So you're either like, okay, I'm done with this, or you're laughing your head off because you can't believe that to just keep it going to that extent. So mm, I love that about Family Guy, yes. Sometimes it goes long, and sometimes because it goes long, it's brilliant. And other times it's it doesn't work so much, but... Well, and maybe I'll I'll farm out the whole show to you guys at one point, and you can tell me what Ooh. you think. But we I re-edited it down because we put it in a film festival that accepted all types of formats a couple of years ago, and uh, they denied the they denied it, saying that one of the judges found it deeply offensive. And uh, I'm <laughs> and like, did well, job. we did our job then, because that's what we we're going for. <laughs> and a boy, and a boy. So were you the good thief or the uh, the other criminal? No, well, it was. Oh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't know. Explaining it's gonna be as funny, but like, so it opens up with the three crosses. We cut close to uh, Jesus. He's he says knock knock. He turns. Well, he turns the one cross and says for rent. Yell for Pontius. Religious jokes here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can they do? And then he turns to me, and I'm nailed backwards on the cross, which again we thought was funny because it's just stupid. And I'm who's there? And he's like Jesus. And I say Jesus who? And then he's just like Jesus Christ. And he falls off the cross. Pots and, <laughs> pots and pans go. A cat, I think, you know, that type of thing. And then boom, the title card comes up. And then that starts the show. And what was the show called? To Be Announced. TBA. All right. 
Enough, I, I feel bad for self-promoting that, but I'll throw it on the website for shits and giggles. Not horror-related, but hey, has no. Jesus fallen off the cross? Yeah, yeah. And check, and check yeah. out mine and Dave's sketch comedy show. Um, <laughs> to be announced later. <laughs> our, our skit opens up with a, a bipolar bear who's just floating on an ice cap. He doesn't want to eat. He's very depressed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. That's a good start, a bipolar bear. That's something. Yeah, that was one of my ideas. Like, I'm sure it's been done a million times by now. Yeah, well, not by us. No. So there it's we new. go. It's new for us. Exploding heads, branches out. So yeah, you know, it's about time you, you, you promoted something. I'm always talking about this show I was on, or this, or that, or something else, and, you know. Well, I thought we were keeping it to horror podcasts, which everybody oh, knows. Oh, I was, I was on a show recently. Oh, what show? Oh, uh, what? What's it called? Um, a two-timing us. To, to catch a predator? <laughs> <laughs> I met this guy named Chris Hansen. He let me drink some sweet tea while I, while I sat there and waited. <laughs> then the craziest thing happened. I left, and I got fucking tackled by a bunch of cops. And now I'm not allowed near the local schools anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. I I have an idea for our sketch show now. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. I'm telling you, we should do To Catch a Predator on our sketch show, but it's actually going to be about, they're going to set it up like it's a regular sting, but but the guy that's going to come in is going to be Predator. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be great. Yes. Oh, on a different note. Again, because it's jumping topics, but because you just made me think of Predator, then you made me think of Jean Claude Van Damme. That's how my mind works. So then, okay. thinking of Jean Claude Van Damme, I was then thinking of the fact that I watched um, a uh, Breaking, uh, Breaking, and Breaking yeah. Two. Oh, and, Breaking the movie. Okay, yeah. all right. And he's in it because he's in the back, just clapping his, he just is clapping away at one of the dance scenes. Wow. And then Breaking Two. I, the great thing about Breaking Two is I think they use the exact same. Uh, rotating room that they used to kill Tina and Nightmare on Elm Street and that's I don't know if you've ever seen Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo you're right they did they did use the same room yeah he dances he dances like up on the ceiling and up Mm -hmm. just you know a little shits and giggles moment here with Christian that's really cool I saw that on the um, Never Sleep Again that they that they mentioned that that it was used for uh, breaking or breaking breaking two. Well, they actually that. mentioned in the documentary. I didn't. I did. I just assumed. So that's hilarious that they actually because I watched the documentary. But yeah, I don't. I didn't remember that part. Well, that's cool. That is. It's cool. funny that Dave remembers that part from like a five-hour documentary, <laughs> but he can't remember an hour movie that an hour-long movie that he saw three times. I know. What the fuck? I I just don't get my mind. Breaking two <laughs> electric ooga booga. <laughs> crossover i smell a charles band crossover wow man we're coming up with ideas for other for future shows and now we're coming up with ideas for sketch shows that are never going to happen it wouldn't be an exploding <laughs> head show if we didn't come up with at least 50 or 60 ideas for our for next something. few shows <laughs> well, just for something i got yeah. this invention that i'm working on but <laughs> hey donate to the show put up a donation thing dave come on do something Productive, and then uh, we're gonna get real doll made. We got a couple of movie ideas. Yeah, exploding heads horror podcast presents, and then enter movie title here. Holy shit! 
Wow. We've got 10. we got a ton of movies. Pin, we're working on Pin 2. <laughs> pin 2, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Pin Cushion, but I like Pinterest better. We're, we're a lot of doll movies. We're going to give Charles Band a run for his money. <laughs> yes, we don't need that much money to do it either. You know, we can scream. I together. think we're going to have a, a series called Master of Puppets. <laughs> Master! Yeah. Yeah. And that's the theme song for every. Anytime a puppet comes onto the screen, it just kicks into that song. Yeah, we're lucky we haven't gotten sued by fucking Lars just for saying just that now. Oh, we're not even <laughs> going to ask for permission. I know we're going to get sued too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lars is going to fucking come at us like he, like he did for fucking Napster. Yeah, like well, you know? do. He even thinks he. I, I saw a documentary. He even said he blew that out of proportion. Yeah, well, live and learn, I guess. Right. But yeah, Lars, don't come after us, please. Just in case you're listening. <sighs> okay. Yes. Megadeth is better. Sorry. <laughs> oh no! Stop. That's okay. Another show. Another show. With this is supposed to be a, a tight, quick show. Apparently, uh, well, we're gonna try to keep it quick and tight. I don't know if it's gonna work. This is getting loose and hollow, like Brandon's asshole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's still a few eggs up there. <laughs> I don't think the bunny got them all out. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or the kids, for that matter. <laughs> I don't think I should have used lead paint. Lead paste paint on the fuck <laughs> that up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Sorry, Dave. You keep trying to get us into the movie, and I keep derailing it. I apologize. I I'll, I'll stop. I'm ready when you are. Okay, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> yes. Cloverfield, 2008, directed by Matt Reeves. A group of friends venture deep into the streets of New York on a rescue mission during a rampaging monster attack. Ooh, a monster attack. Nice. Good old trusty IMDb. Honestly, they're not always the best with their synopsis, but I haven't had an issue using them for the show yet. So I like how you give them credit all the time, or you'll give credit where wherever you take the review from. Yeah, I I pass the jo- the jokes off as my own, even though none of those <laughs> jokes are mine. But when it comes to quoting something from uh, a movie, I give full credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good nobody knows that you steal jokes until you just admitted it so IMDB there might be some guy sitting there saying hey wait a minute that's the same one they used on IMDB fuck this show that was my Jewish joke <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this is a monster movie I guess it, and this is what's weird this I is a found a... footage monster movie Co- correct and that might be the reason why I'm into it so much, because typically I'm not a creature feature guy. But this movie, this is one of the reasons that I'm such a big fan of found footage, actually, because this is done, in my opinion, this is done just right. It's, you feel, I feel, I should say, I feel like I'm right there with these people, with the protagonists. Yeah, it works perfectly in this film. It does. Hey, I'm... You heard me. I've ranted and raved. This show, TGIF 13, I'm not a found footage fan. This movie rocks. This movie actually makes me appreciate. I've I've said I'm growing more and more appreciative of found footage now that I've been doing Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. You guys have kind of uh, 
sort of reintroduced me to some other ones. I mean, I've, I've seen my fair share, but this is probably one of the best. Mm-hmm. I agree. Doesn't it make sense perfectly, the fact that he's recording this whole time? Like, you never question, like, oh, put the camera down. It just makes perfect sense. Yeah, they explained it at the beginning. It works right until the very last two minutes. And yeah. that's the only part that is forced for the movie's sake. Other than that, everything else makes sense. I, I agree with sense. that. Yeah. I agree with that. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. I, I even think that they're right on the money. They even mention what they're doing because they even say. I think he's talking about one scene right before the end. Are you talking about the chopper or are you talking about the cave? The the yeah under the bridge or under the cave yeah. Well, they say uh, why they want to document this. They, they even say, "Say what your name is. Say what's going on. In case we don't make it, people are going to see this. We want to be remembered for what's happening here today." I see that that would be the stuff you definitely would film. I hear yeah, you. I hear I you. But that was against his character because he questioned uh, the guy filming the whole time. That was his whole thing. We, people, we got to document this. People are going to want to know. People are going to see this. And he was always, drop the fucking camera. Drop the camera. Come on. We got to get moving. We got to get moving. Yeah, see, I thought you meant the scene where he shoots the monster right before he, uh, you know, spoiler. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what? <laughs> well, wait. No, go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. I was going to say the part where he's filming him. Like, he's standing right under him at that point. Like, yeah. you, you shit yourself and then you run right oh yeah i guess i could see that that was the only part but it was like it, it, it you know it was like a split second like oh, oh come on you wouldn't really be doing this extreme close-up of this 300 foot tall monster well i That's think it was true. frozen in fear frozen in yeah. fear i'm talking about his buddy grabbing the camera to finish it off it needed it but that's it that's the only part i'm like eh, just because of the whole lead up to that part did it ruin my enjoyment of the movie absolutely not it's a found footage movie. This is how they're done. So it's a minor, minor quibble. But that would be the only time to answer to your exact uh, question is like, at least they explain why they're filming the whole time. And that was my only time frame where I'm like, well, except for that. <laughs> and look, it's not far fetched. Anybody who watches the news, I mean, look, we get these graphic video recordings, cell phone recordings of terrorist attacks and all these crazy things. And what do you think? It's human nature to to want to document this stuff. Yeah, that's for, especially nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I was just reading an article on um, on the uh, the the Brussels attack, and um, one woman who was a journalist didn't know whether to help a woman or snap a picture of her, and she snapped a picture, and it was one of the, like the big pictures that circulated on the newspapers and on the internet, and that's how the family discovered that their family member was still alive was because of this picture. Wow. So did she do the right thing? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. She spike lead that motherfucker. But but it's it's almost like what can you do at this time? You're you're so helpless. It's like you gotta you wanna document this for for whatever reason. For money, yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) done. Bit of cynical bastard. But like I honestly was like, how the fuck did they do this without actually doing it? And filming it on a camcorder. Like, that's right. how great this movie is. This is like, you, you, you have to kind of put it up there and go, okay, there's been some found footage movies, but this is like the benchmark version now. There's been some other ones that have popped up, of course, uh, since that have been fantastic. But sure. this is this is the one with just like a, just 
guns a-blazing, explosions, monster, the whole nine yards. It sets it up well, and then it's just go, go, go until the end. And yeah, it might be 70 minutes with 10 minutes of final credits, but you're forgiving of it because it's such a good and well-made. It's like a, like it's just so well done that you're forgiving of the short running time. Yeah, it doesn't oversay its welcome. It, it sets it up nicely. It's like got like a 10-minute, 15-minute setup, and then it just sort of gets into the chaos, and the chaos goes for just an hour straight, and it's really well done. That's the advantage of found footage, I think. That, And this is true found footage. Because I love what they do in the beginning. Yes. The property of the U.S. government. And, and yeah, the Department Beautiful. of Defense. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's the kind of found footage stuff like when it is truly found footage, which you don't see that much anymore. Nowadays, it's more of like the mockumentary type, whatever they call them. And yeah, no, this is found footage. Somebody, the, the, the military found this footage. They yes. actually found it. It's not just somebody making a tape. Like that's not found footage. That's just you making a tape. They were so meticulous. They decided to throw in some end credits onto it. But other than that, I mean, (laughs) we're watching a movie, so I'm just again, I'm being a dick. But other than that, it's it's like found. Like I love that. I I totally agree with you, Dave. Yeah, it's great. But the 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 good thing about it being found footage is that you can take out boring parts, like when. This movie could have been 15 minutes longer. If it was a regular movie that wasn't found footage, like, for example, we, later on, when they're going to see, um, what's the girl's name that, that's trapped? Beth. Okay, when they're going to see Beth. It, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you didn't I, want to believe me. You're like, okay, we'll go with Beth. <laughs> no, I believe you. I know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know Marlena was the one girl. Jason is the guy that gets killed, right? Yes. Okay. So Rob is the guy that was okay. Say Rob and Beth, Marlena and Hud are, are basically our four people. Yes. Yes. And, Fucking and, Hud. and Lily. Lily. Lily, who's the biggest question mark of the whole movie? Let me think about Lily. Lily was the girl in the beginning. Lily that... was Jason's girlfriend. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't want to offend, but she. Oh, uh, Lily. She, oh, is she yeah. Indian? I don't know what she is. She's a fox. She, yeah, she's I mean, the whole cast, every woman in here is gorgeous. They are pretty, but she's my 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 top. Well, she's her name's Jessica Lucas, unless it's just a, a film name. That's not very Indian sounding. True. No, it's not. It's like her heritage, like just her look, like I, like her family is like clearly like something. <laughs> clearly something. Yeah, <laughs> so Lily Ford. Her her actual real name is. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So anyway... <laughs> Actually, it says her father is Afro-Canadian. And her mother... <laughs> it says Afro-Canadian on IMDb. And her no, mother, it does not. It does I not. Where it does. I told you, we don't use that term here. Wow. Well, we use it here on IMDb. No There's no like way. So oh, she was born in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yep. I'm telling you, right under the trivia. You gotta be. <laughs> See, I didn't want to say it. I thought she was mixed. I thought she was. Uh, she was a black girl. You know. That's... I knew she was Afro Canadian. It says her I father's did... Afro Canadian. She's like, what's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna think I'm a liar. Ask Moods. You know, get Moods on you. Moods. I, I believe. Put that. a post on her thing. We do not call anybody. We joke. Oh, they're African Canadians up here, but no one ever would say that because. We'd get our asses kicked, like I told you last episode. Okay, so what do they say? They're black. Okay, we just no one's offended by it. 
Right. We're not going to pull it a gun, a gat, as you guys like to call it. We don't <laughs> turn it sideways, and we don't, you know, shoot up 15 elementary schools. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I, well, I, I, well I, one or two will do, you know what I mean? Like, why go crazy? <laughs> one, one or two will I, do. I agree. Wow. Of everything I've said since we started the show from episode one, that by far had to be the most offensive thing ever said. Thank you. When, when one or two will do. Yes. It's, it's like when talking about the it's Holocaust. It's always an excess with oh. you guys. With you guys. It's always. Man, you have to one up them. You always have to one up us. Yeah. You have to bring up the Holocaust. Are you kidding? Well, no, I was going to make a Holocaust reference because I owe. Because somebody asked me, they said. 50, oh, million, 50 million Jews were uh, killed during the oh, Holocaust. You're talking, I thought you meant cannibal Holocaust. No, the Holocaust. <laughs> the Holocaust. <laughs> Was that a joke? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. not laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. I, was talking, I was talking about how 50 million Jews were killed, and somebody said it's 5 million, and I said, what's the difference? Or they said to me, what's the difference? Oh. And I said... And I said 50 million would be unforgivable. <laughs> I don't know what to say. After you said that, they didn't. I can't. I'm still looking at this Afro Canadian. Oh. Oh, it doesn't God. even say. It says Afro Canadian. <laughs> Afro Canadian. Well, didn't I ask you not, if they called them Native Canadian? Not even African Canadian. It says Afro Canadian. <laughs> Maybe he just had a big Afro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a big pick in it. <laughs> They were combing the Canadian desert. <laughs> we ate found <laughs> shit. Spaceballs 2 coming out this year, eh? Nice. I think. I don't know. They keep saying. I want to see History of the World Part 2 first myself. Oh, but. my God. Afro-Canadian. I can't believe it. Anyway, I, I swear can't... I've never... Uh, I don't know. I, we I do you. need some other Canadian... like Moods, chime in. Right. On the Facebook page. If you're even listening to this episode... Chime in. Yep. But there's, there's, there's Canadian listeners, too. They'll, they'll back you up. And I believe you. I, I don't think you'd make it up. I never heard of Afro-Canadian in my life. No. I live right across the border. It's, never heard of that. So, either way, now I know why I dug her so much. That's, that makes perfect sense. But, as I was saying, you can cut time out of this movie because when they're going to get Beth, the camera shuts off and they pick up when they're in... The apartment complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in a regular movie, you'd have to see the whole voyage. And, you know, maybe something will happen. Maybe one of those little ones will come out and they'll have a thing. It's completely unnecessary. Almost everything you see in this movie that's on film is necessary. I mean, not every little thing, but, you know, you have to have a setup. And it, it takes 18 minutes for shit to hit the fan. But, I mean, that's enough time. It's set up just perfectly. We get to know what's going on with the exes and... Beth coming to the party and HUD having this, this long time crush on this Marlena chick and everything else. It's just, you know, we get just enough, the right amount of setup. 18 minutes in, boom, shit hits the fan, and off we go. And then there's really not any more dull moments. I mean, that's, you're, we're off and running. It's like you said, Christian, how did they do it? That's, it's incredible how, I, I, I don't even know. Yeah. What what could the budget have been? Like when they had the explosion and when the stuff on the bridge and, and the Statue of Liberty and the head and all that, how did they do that? I mean, what was the budget? You would think that you're watching a blockbuster. $25 million. But yeah, but I hear uh, you. Really? Because it, again, it's happening. It, a, a beautiful use of computer-generated effects and green screen, I guess. But 
still flawless because it's shaky cam on top of it all. And the Statue of Liberty fucking head zooms towards you and skids to a halt right in front. And then um, I was just scratching my head going, this is just phenomenal. And again, um, I've read some of the trivia and whatnot, but I didn't get this answer. Does anybody know if TJ Miller, who plays Hudson, is he actually recording the whole time? Is he actually, like, I mean, he's a camera operator in the movie, but is he actually the one shooting the footage? Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure about that. Oh, I I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so either. Well, but you never know because they did do that in, you know, a lot of other found footage movies. If someone was holding the camera, like in... in, um, in the Blair Witch, it was you know documented that they would get notes on what they wanted to film and what, so they'd get direction. So there's direction, and then the lighting and whatnot would be the director of photography. But the director of photography also typically deals with the composition of the shots. Not to get too technical here, but but a found footage, you're not too concerned. Composition, again, it's composition's there, it's present, but the whole goal is to not make it look like the shot is composed such a way. And this yeah. movie did it in such a great way because some shots were just really well done, yet it still made it look like it was realistic from an amateur shooting it. Yeah, yeah. Not that they had to set up for three hours to get each shot. Yeah, but because he does turn the camera to him, but again, that could just simply be effects and and, and whatnot when he when he turns it. But uh, I don't. I didn't read anything about who actually operated the camera there. Well, did. It's got to be cinematographer. It's got to be in the credits there somewhere. Well, no, but they don't necessarily camera op. Like there might be camera operator, but cinematographer doesn't necessarily run the camera. They 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 would get the lighting, uh, but and composition. But they could they could also dictate that with the the thought and vision of the director of what they want, and then TJ would it be the one responsible for making sure. You know that's what he caught. I know it's so- it sounds weird because that's not normally how a film is shot, but in this context, I'm wondering how they did it. Hmm. I never thought about that. All these found footage movies I've watched, and it's been a lot. I, I never th- that thoughts never crossed my mind is if the guy holding the camera really is the guy holding the camera. It's an actual uh, cinematographer, and T.J. Miller was um, strapped to his back. <laughs> you know what it says it says some of the footage i just read some of the footage was recorded by the actors so that means in those pivotal scenes that they probably needed uh like when he turns the camera to him or whatever like that obviously that and whatnot but then you're right then most of the other stuff was probably the cinematographer it's gotta be or, real tough because you yeah. know you gotta give your performance as well and you know to to be thinking about oh i gotta make sure that i'm focused on this shot and this shot that's i mean that would just be brutally tough i would think yeah well that's what makes a found footage movie that much more grueling because really a regular film is staged shots yeah like found footage used to be kind of cool because you're like oh anybody could just grab a camcorder and make the freaking movie well this one debunks all of that theory because it's a supersonic high budget movie done in found footage format and so, yeah, it, it can't be just that. It's not that simple. But that, that makes me just more intrigued about how the movie was made even more so. And I've never watched any special features. I haven't seen any documentary on it. I'm So, like, someone might have seen special features and go, fuck, just watch the special features, asshole, and you'll have all your answers. But I haven't. <laughs> well, they got one part right. 
No, I agree. It's a, it's a good point, but I, I wouldn't even say the budget is is that big for a film that felt much bigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean twenty twenty five million is obviously a lot of money, but this film, I mean, CGI or not, it was it just felt so much bigger. I wonder what it made. I don't even know. Uh, it... In the U.S., it grossed over eighty. Fuck! Wow! Really? Yes. Well, good. That's in, the, that's in the that's in the U.S. alone. So I'm I'm sure it probably made you know maybe two hundred million worldwide. I just don't remember this being like a a box office hit. I, I oh, just... it was it was it had. Yeah. And I think it had a huge like uh like internet campaign with like fake websites, fake uh, MySpace accounts is what it was, fake MySpace accounts for each of these characters. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, at the time, there was not a lot of found footage. No. There really wasn't. This was one of the movies that kind of brought everything to the forefront. This was, I mean, for obviously Blair Witch, and, and then there's a couple other stragglers in there that we had. Then this came out, and it seemed to open things up on a broader scale. And then I think then the next thing, next came Paranormal Activity, and then yeah. there you go. I think that's what it is. It's a combination of success from Cloverfield and then Paranormal Activity, and then... They it wasn't won. Paranormal Activity. It was before Cloverfield, right? Was it? I, I think the so. uh, I think it was made in two thousand seven, but I don't think it really got a wide release until like yeah. two thousand nine or something That's like that. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, it was it was close. But yeah, this just showed that found footage can be a big, a big bigger film than what we were accustomed to seeing found footage films. It really yeah, you're right. It it did take it to a whole other level. Because, yeah. I mean comparing this to Blair Witch, forget about it. You don't yeah. see anything in Blair Witch. I'm not insulting the film. I'm fine. I I I love the Blair Witch, but this I mean Blair Witch looks like it was made for a hundred bucks and this one looks like it was made for a hundred million. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's wow. but, but I but I do love Blair Witch. Not 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 knocking it. Again, I think this movie did it well. I'm not, I don't wanna I'm not sure if it did it best. But it's definitely up there. I mean, it, it can be considered a minor masterpiece if you're in the subgenre. If again, I'm going to call it subgenre. I know some fans will get pissed off about that, or horror fans will get pissed off it, but I don't care. Of found footage, so the, of the subgenre of found footage, this one uh, should be considered a staple. Now, I, you, mm-hmm. you're perfectly right to even say something like that because if yep. we just because otherwise people are just going to start looking at. How people review movies and say, "Oh, well, you gave this an eight and you gave this a seven, but how could that be?" And it's like, you're, it's like apples and oranges, you know. It's, yeah. it's different, you know. Within a, a certain type of genre, certain films just stand out, and this one stands out certainly in found footage. Absolutely, it, it's uh, they take found footage in this movie and they did things that nobody, I don't think, really thought to do at the time because. You don't really see it that much. Maybe nowadays we'll see it, but at the time, you're not going to see a monster. You're not going to see all that shit going on. You know, when they go on the bridge and the tail comes down, oh, and, and awesome scene! Oh, so cool. I mean, you can watch your summer blockbusters and see big monsters attack, and I, I can't even tell you what these movies are because I don't watch them, like Godzilla or well, that, well that's the first Pacific one I thought Rim. of. I don't. I was know. thinking of God's Pacific Rim. I liked, but even Pacific Rim and Godzilla, which I didn't like. Just was so bored because you know they're making these films like two hours, two hours and thirty minutes. They're just drawn out, yeah. and this one just—I mean, this one—I actually you want it to be a little longer because you're so into it, but it's just so well done. It's just realistic. 
Yeah, very, very realistic. Nothing in this film, despite the fact that it's, you know, well, not an alien, but like a sea creature that's risen, uh, seems so far-fetched. And there we go. There we go. You see, I was thinking this time, and I've seen this, you know, seven times probably, eight times. Watching it this time, maybe because of 10 Cloverfield Lane, which isn't really related, and we'll get to that when we get there, but maybe because of that, and because some of the ideas they spoke about in that movie, I was thinking, nobody really knows what happened. They said that it was there was an explosion then. At first they said it was an earthquake, which I believe that's what would happen. I mean, anytime you see shit happen, I could totally see. That's something great about this movie is the news, when they show yeah. the news footage, and the way it looks really, it looks so genuine to me. And they come out and they say, oh, there's an earthquake, that's it. And then you see the stuff later, and that stuff is handled so well. But but back to what I was saying, I don't know if it's not an alien by the look of it. I don't know if it's a sea creature. I mean, when those things come out of it, when the little ones come out, the little guys, as I'm going to call them, because I don't know what they are. Yeah. I don't know what this thing is. I would almost say I'm more prone to think it came from space than than, you know, underground or underwater. But, I mean... They don't. There's never really. They never really come out and say it, do they? They they speculate a little bit. Uh, there's there's tons of like speculation and stuff having to do with um, the company that uh, what's what's the main character's name? Rob. That he's he's going to work for a Japanese company that um, something to do with them and the products they were making were contaminated and part of their satellites or something crash into the ocean and that's what we actually see at the very end hmm. and that yeah. you know that causes some sort of mutation in this sort of sea creature interesting so sea creature huh by the yeah. look of its face it just seems something like prehistoric sea creature that's been you know buried in in you know i guess like a ocean bed for thousands and thousands of years but pollution and um our own carbon footprint has just polluted the waters and forced some sort of mutation man i don't i was reading so much so many theories and stuff and it was just like this is this cool, is great it was it was great i was just like it's like i i had read like a 10 page article a few days ago comparing this and 10 Cloverfield Lane, but I couldn't find it again. I should have uh, bookmarked it. I was looking for it again. I wanted to read it. Wow. And, but uh, just a, a lot of cool stuff. It's cool that we're, that it's, that we're all speculating. I mean, that's, well, that, that, and that's what makes for a good film, especially a film like this, but that doesn't give you all the answers, is if you can speculate for a significant amount of time, eight years now <laughs> since this movie's come out, <laughs> and you still enjoyed speculating about it. Not, oh, that movie fucking pissed me off. It doesn't make sense. Well, this makes sense. This makes sense. It could be this. It could be that. Any of it could make sense. Yeah. This is true. Christian, what do you think? What do you think this thing is? It's kind of like an offshoot of Godzilla. Yes. Right. I, I was thinking exactly kind of what Brandon would say. Like, are we responsible for this? Is this a creation of us? Uh, but they don't even get into that. They don't really... They don't really give you answers, but the fact that the government is there, like that, gov- like it attacks, and then like the pretty much like the army's there. What within within the hour, fighting the thing. Yeah, they they were there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, so 
thing. Yeah. Were they expecting it? Did it get loose? Those are the things. Nothing's answered. But so again, putting aside my maybe my initial thoughts and whatever, it's just Godzilla X esque a mutation, some sort of bioweapon. Who knows? Uh, it avoids cliche by not explaining it. <laughs> See, I would have thought. I always thought that that it was like a Godzilla thing, that it was a creature, and that's that. But this time watching it, by the look of its face and the way it moved, it just seemed more alien to me. But more so than anything, what made me think an alien was the little guys. Those things. Those look nothing like a sea creature. The way they scuttle across it. They almost remind me of the aliens in Alien movie. You know? The way they like pop it out the stomach and, st- and stick it to the face. You know, though, just, I don't know, the way they move doesn't seem like anything sea creature-ish about them. And they're the babies, obviously. I mean, they didn't come till this thing came. And then, well, actually, we, we do see them coming out of them at one yeah, point. Yeah, they're, they're falling off of them. Right. So, I, honestly, those are what made me think that it's something alien, possibly. Just by the look of it. I, I don't know. It's But <laughs> that scene is great when they when all of a sudden they come out there. And they have the tanks and, and fucking bazookas, and they're just going crazy, blowing it away. And they all have to to hide, and then they go down into the uh, the subway. Yeah, I tell you, you really do feel like you're with them, and that's what it is again. I'll repeat it about found footage that the level of immersion you really feel is. I really get off on that. I feel like I'm I'm with the, the protagonists. I'm right there with them. Like. When they're on that walk, when they're going to the bridge, I could see shit hitting the fan in real life when that happened. Never once when I watch like a regular horror movie or anything like do I think of that happening to me. But when I watch a found footage movie, there's just something more believable about it. And that's why, why they suck me. And that's why there's probably like 30 of them that I really recommend that they give me that feeling. And this is one of them. And this is the, one of the first ones that, that really gave me that feeling. This yeah. this one does it well, uh, well, uh, very well, and in fact, I started it on uh, my television, but then the kids wanted to watch something. I'm like, oh fuck! I I came downstairs and I decided <laughs> to put it on uh, my iPad. Yeah, great. However, I thought it actually worked extremely well. Maybe not what the filmmakers had intention in, in a, like or how they would necessarily want the movie presented. However, it worked amazing. And in that scene when you're talking about them going into the the subway, the when the creature's foot comes down, the I jumped and the iPad fell forward. And you're talking about a level of immersion. That's that's exactly what I felt there. And that doesn't happen often. And I'm typically more annoyed by found footage as I been pretty vocal about but again when done well uh it's it's an amazing experience and this one is one of the best yeah i'm, I'm glad that you really like it knowing that how you feel about phone footage but that's great I, I think not too many people hate on this movie so and then check it out this movie's pg-13 and it's nonetheless for that it doesn't even matter one iota that this is a pg-13 horror movie at all does it ever even cross your mind when you're watching this that this is PG-13? No. Just, not once. And, no. <laughs> and, and just a little taste of blood here and there, like just a little little snippet, so to speak, and splats um, are more than enough. It doesn't need to be. Of course, I'm a gore hound, is, and, and mm, uh, we know you're yeah. not, Brandon, but I know that you, you, you do like gore, Dave, but it's not missing here. It doesn't necessarily feel like it's lacking. Everything just works in that regard. It, it, it's, it's just a ride. It's a 
They talked about he wanted to make, he, Friday the 13th, take a drink. Sean Cunningham wanted it to be a roller coaster. This is, I think a lot of movies like this, that's what they're going for. And this one, it's that 50-minute buildup and then boom, thrill after thrill after thrill after thrill until it ends. It only takes a breather, really, when they start going through the subway, when they're using the night, before they start clicking into night vision. And yeah. then when they go into the military, but it's net. When I say a breather, I'm not talking about like, oh, this is boring. It right. never, never drags down at all. It just, it's not long enough to. It just keeps clicking along. And it, it's, and for that reason alone, uh, or not alone, but for that, uh, another reason why this movie stands out above the crowd, it doesn't overstay its welcome, as you said earlier, Brandon. Yeah. And that breather, even in that breather, we're wondering what's going on with that, that Marlena girl, because the thing attacked her. So we're waiting to see what's going to happen with the effects on her. And then when we see ultimately what happens, it's, it's fucking out of control. And, and another thing, a short movie and characters that you, that you can relate to and care about. Yeah, that, every single know? character. Totally. Oh, I mean, yeah. when you see that thing in the beginning, when they show the April 27th or whatever the hell it is. Uh, the, the, yeah, the flashback to his date. with Yes. Yeah. How, when you first see them, they look like a couple that's been together for years. That They're very happy. They got a nice vibe. And, of course, we find out that it, they've been friends for years, and that's when they first hooked up. But then, then the story unfolds, and we hear more about it, and he's leaving, and she brings the other guy, and yada, yada. And then, then we see why he's chasing her at the end and why he's so hung up on this girl that they've been together. And that, it, it, it's done so well. Like you, you truly believe that these people really have a deep, you know, a, a love for each other. Yeah. And it, it, it elevates the movie. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a group of friends that... that are actually friendly to each other. Yeah, they're not a bunch of assholes. They yeah, care about each right. other. That differentiates from a lot of other movies out there where you're just like, why are these people friends? No, you don't question that in this movie. They're all like a bunch of nice guys. Even the fact that uh, TJ wants to, or TJ's character, Hudson, wants to actually film. He's actually, okay, I'll film it. I'll document yeah. it for And I, even the jokes he's mm-hmm. making, it's it's almost like he's not being insensitive. He's just sort of in shock and they make perfect sense. It's like, people handle stressful situations differently and i think he's just one to crack a joke here or there it wasn't like ram down your throat with like humor no right. he had some good well-timed one-liners for sure yeah i mean he was a little bit annoying at times with in the beginning but that but that, but that was like that was him he was right that like the annoying everybody has an annoying friend right. he's still likable if he's... you don't have an annoying friend chances are you're him <laughs> right <laughs> exactly but yeah you really do care about the characters at first you're not so sure about this marlena you're not so sure about this hud is she a bitch is she just a fucking idiot <laughs> you know it goes on and, and they're okay and you really you relate to all the characters when the kid has to call his mother that's a fucking heavy scene. oh man yeah that was very heavy yeah man that's that's some good stuff and well then done. there's the the comedy of odd the, the the funny thing to me is when they're going through the tunnels and the guy he's talking about the homeless men and the homeless the guy was setting homeless people on fire and he goes man i, I don't know how could you imagine right now if, if a flaming homeless guy came in <laughs> that made me laugh like a flaming homeless guy like there's four of you there's one of him i mean what the fuck you know i actually laughed at that part too it, it may it just i don't know why it just seemed like like that would be something you would be talking about at that moment. Like you're just in such a panic, you don't know what to say. Totally, man. And and, and I like seeing that whole scene is great when you see the rats running 
They're like, okay, what are the yeah. it's running from? And yeah, you know instantly something's coming because you're seeing them all. You're like, oh my god, they're all running in one direction. It's a great sequence. I mean, anytime you see those little guys, those little guys are great. I fucking love seeing those things attack and come at it. That, that's scary shit. And then anytime you see the destruction from Clovey, as I, I guess they call him. Clover. Clover or Clovey? <laughs> I heard, they, I heard they call him Clovey, but I don't know. I don't fucking know. Does he have a name? I thought it was Clover. Clover? Hmm. Otherwise, the movie would be Clovey Field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Clover? Hmm. I thought it was Clover. Maybe it is. I don't know. I thought I saw it being sold once, and it was called Clovey, but I could be wrong. Maybe it, it, I'll call him Clovey. I feel close enough to him. <laughs> it, something else I thought was cool and unusual was the military. Actually, for once, they weren't acting like dicks in a horror movie. Yeah, they were actually helping them and like told them, like, be back here to get on the helicopter, and then they were actually there and were able to get on helicopters. It's like, <laughs> right. yeah. like, like everything told. actually worked instead of, uh, there's nobody here. They yeah. set us up. <laughs> exactly. It's nice to see that usually they're there. They, there's ulterior motives or, or the real assholes or the, they disregard everybody. It, it wasn't like that. The guy even said, come back here at 6 a.m. That's, that's, yeah. that's when yeah. they're going to fucking nuke the place or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? Project something hammer? Mayhem? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> something hammer. Drop hammer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it was called. I don't remember. Somebody help me? <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. You're on your own. <laughs> I can't remember either. <laughs> Project Bla- MC Hammer? Black ha- Black Hammer? Hammer time? Black Hammer. It was Hammer time. You can't touch Jack this. Hammer? <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Oh my god. It was definitely I think it was Project Deep Hammer, although that sounds like a uh, <laughs> that's, that sounds like a Lexington Steel movie. Totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I gotta look it up now. I'm seriously gotta find it. But oh, that's in the meantime, funny. I wanted to ask if we wanted like I don't want to get into obviously all the characters, but there's one character in particular in terms of the fate of that character that I was wondering about, and you know, I don't want to really spoil it. I feel like people should have seen it now. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Lily, Jason's girlfriend. Lily. Okay, let's see. What happened to Lily? Where were we? Hammer down protocol. <sighs> wow, I never would have remembered that. Yeah, they kept saying it. Hammer down protocol. You know, means we're gonna nuke the nuke Manhattan. Damn. Yeah, wait, what did happen to the girl? How far did she make it? Oh, wait a minute. Lily got on the first helicopter, and the rest of them got on the second helicopter. Oh, that's right. Were we led to believe that, that Clovey knocked down that first helicopter? A lot of people speculate about it, but it's it's been it's kind of been debunked that that thing being knocked down is, is a truck being thrown. It, it looked way too small to be a helicopter. Well, damn it. That's what I was thinking could have been a possibility of when this Cloverfield fucking 10 came out or whatever the fuck. If they ever had a sequel to freaking Cloverfield, well, look, they could I have ha- done it from a different perspective and a different camera and something else. And look, they they still could be. There's there's uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. And nothing, and it could just wind up being an anthology under the Cloverfield banner. Think of Cloverfield as you would what they tried to do with Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it could just be Cloverfield movies that have nothing to do with each other. They just share a Cloverfield theme. In the, in this one, Cloverfield was the alien, and in the second one, I'm not going to spoil it, but 
um, you know, could just be different things, you know, or is it? Yeah, I don't know. I just There's, don't know about the connection. I, that added to my enjoyment of, of both films, was looking for stuff and coming up with connections or lack thereof. It's hard to say. We don't know. I good intent. Look, but... you don't know. You don't know the fate of uh, of. Um, I mean, you don't know the fate of really. Uh, what's their names? Beth and and Rob. I mean, you can kind of guess what's going to happen, but yeah. they're they're still alive. I guess they could be. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Every time I watch this movie, I think the movie ends when the fucking chopper goes down. <laughs> yeah. I really, I think that the credits are going to roll at that scene. Then I forget. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. It's like I think I want the movie to end there because to me that'd be the perfect ending to a movie because I love fucking endings like that. Yeah, well, it just doesn't make. It, I mean, that's if you want to make a little gripe with the film, it's like you know, obviously the the pilots of the of the helicopter are you know torn to pieces and they don't have a scratch on them from crashing, you know, from a helicopter being knocked out of the sky from a thousand feet up. Right. right. But uh, <laughs> and then they're running. And and Beth seemed to have gotten more strength as she running, even though she was laying for most of the movie with a, a steel beam <laughs> impaled in her chest. Oh, that's right, yeah. You know, but but honestly, like it's stuff that like, like honestly, if, if you're nitpicking about that, then you can't really enjoy it, can you? Stop watching movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's true. That's true. That is the one thing that I always forget it. But they end up ending it uh, the way I enjoy. It. I love the way it ends, regardless. But for some reason, every time I watch it. When the cop, when the chopper goes down, I'm thinking, yeah, this is the way the movie ends. But no, it doesn't. <laughs> More stuff happens, and then you have to get the close-up scene of fucking Clovey and everything else, and the fates of the, the the people at the end. You know, the confession, not confessions, but when they say what they say and what yeah. have you. But whatever, it, it's it's a damn good movie. It is. That's all there is to it. It, it is. There's one thing I wanted to say before we rate it. I'm a slightly surprised. That after nine eleven, that they had the balls to make this movie in New York City, it just seemed too reminiscent of destruction in fucking New York City. And when you see uh, it's the two apartment buildings with one laying into the other, it's almost like a two towers type thing. Yeah. I always think about that when I watch this movie because you know a lot of people are very sympathetic about that. Even even at the beginning when they run and hide in the convenience store because the. Uh... You know the the debris and the dust is uh, mm-hmm. yes the soot is coming you know down. I was like I was like this this just looks so much like uh, like watching the footage from nine eleven. If it yeah. came out in two thousand two, it, it would have been shelved. Right, it, I think oh, the seven doubt. the seven year itch. I guess the seven year uh, <laughs> delay allowed uh, for it to be okay. I yeah. guess that's yeah. why. But it's so reminiscent. Did you ever see that one? A uh, documentary they play it every nine eleven. It's hundred and twenty minutes or something that changed America. It's called. It's it's a real good in depth thing, and it's a, a, by a bunch of people with handheld cameras that were there. And it's I, I highly recommend watching this. If you I'll have to check minutes. it out. I keep watching really Loose Change, the big conspiracy theory one. Oh, that's a good I'm, one too. Yeah. yeah, I I admittedly. Not that I believe there is a conspiracy theory, but I mean, admittedly, I was absorbed uh, by a like flight nine, uh, not flight nine eleven, flight ninety three, United ninety three, Fahrenheit nine eleven, like any movie revolving around some sort of theme, whether it be documentary, lots of documentaries, um, or or those other movies. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because it was the biggest thing to happen in our lifetime that resembled something we only read in history books 
as yeah. horrific and everything as it as, as it was. Um, I guess it just stayed with me. I just, you know, I remember, and I'm freaking in Canada, but I remember that like when that day happened, like every everything was just like we we're just. I think everybody just like what the fuck, like yeah, man. you know, we all remember that shit, and I think it just sticks with you. So it just, I think that's why I've just. My wife's like, why do you always like watch this shit? Doesn't it depress you? I'm like, no. It's like almost like I'm just, I want to know more. Yeah. Like, right. And mm-hmm. I guess, unfortunately, conspiracy theories feed that uh, like hunger for wanting to learn more, even though I'm not a conspir- conspiracy theorist at all. Uh, you know, I am to a degree. Like, I will listen. I, I-, I will listen or-, or watch a movie that has a theory, and then I'll watch it, and, and, I'll-, and I'll say, well, either they're really reaching or maybe there's something to this. Yeah, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. Is what I'm saying, and it sounds like you will as well. It's just, I, oh yeah, I'll always give it a chance, and then you, right. know, you make your decision from there. Right. In what, what else can you do? I mean, it's like watching Room Two Three Seven, you know, about The Shining. Fucking, yeah. Some of that shit is way the fuck out there. That and I, I'm obsessed with The Shining, but yeah, Indians on say, soup cans. And... Just <laughs> some of it, I think, does hold water. Just knowing Kubrick, but I think that. You know, there's too many different theories going on in that movie. And Does the defense's case hold water? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Yeah>, Pesci. No. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. The two of you. I loved you in that movie. The two... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the two what? The two what? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's great. The two defendants. Defendants. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, well, we should probably rate this fucker, huh? Yeah, considering we've talked about, like, a million other movies after it. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot what movie we're rating now. Fahrenheit 9-11? What? What are we doing? 1993, Fahrenheit 9-11, and um, My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who would have thought they'd come up? <laughs> in, in a Cloverfield review. <laughs> it happens. Exploding heads. Gotta love it. Fucking, you never know what we're gonna fucking get onto. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, well, well I'll, I'll start. I, you know, I yes. usually sit back and wait for you guys to go, but I'll, I'll start this one off. I, I loved it, man. I, uh, I'm surprised I don't own it. I need to. Yeah, I definitely. Too. I need to. I need to own this movie, and uh, I will soon. So um, for me, you know, I didn't want to come in too high, and I didn't want to come in too low. I, I really didn't know what to rate it. I didn't have a rating written down after rewatching it. But but I really I loved it. Loved all the characters. Loved the footage. Loved Clover or Clovey as we call them, and uh, <laughs> just very enjoyable. It's just a very rewatchable film. So I, I give this an eight and a half out of ten. Wow, it's, w- it's funny you should say that. <laughs> I was going to give it an eight to be honest. Eight was my was my go to score. But as we kept talking about it and stuff, and 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 even talking about like the composition of the shots and all that, I was just like. They did a lot of things right with this movie. Yeah. Well, it's funny because what you said was exactly what I was thinking. A part of me did not want to come in too high on it. Like yeah. I am high on it, but for some reason I did not want to come in too and, high. And why is that? Because I feel the same way. But why am I? Why I am I questioning know. me? And why are you like? I mean, why would we want to not? Like, I, I, but I don't even know the answer to that. I don't honestly, either. Honestly, like, part you? of me felt like, oh my god, it's you know, it's like a seventy-minute found footage CGI film. But at the same time, like if it's good, it's good. So you know, we right. were saying we were talking about that in the last show. I was just listening to the last show before, and we were talking about that in terms of. 
not wanting to rate films higher because of uh, substance or or... uh, people talking about you know things lowering their grades because movies are overhyped. That's what we were talking about. Man, I I don't know what it is. But I I really feel I I feel comfortable with an eight and a half out of out of ten. And that's what I was gonna say was an eight and a half. But then the more after I made that statement, it's like. Why? If I don't have any complaints about this movie, if there's nothing that I could say I have, there's nothing wrong with the movie, and I thoroughly enjoy it start to finish, uh, do I go higher? Do I do I knock points off because there's not enough gore? Do I knock points off because of this? It doesn't really seem fair. Like like I said, I don't. I, I never thought about being PG-13. I just enjoyed the movie. I was going to go eight and a half. You know what? I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going to go nine. Nice. Yeah, I'm going nine out of ten on this movie. There's, I just, awesome. there's nothing wrong with it. I just... Obviously, it's not a ten out of ten. I can I can accept that, but I was gonna go eight and a half, but I'm gonna go nine, nine out of ten. I, it's a fucking, it's a really good movie, man. And I I was sort of along the exact same lines as Brandon, score wise. Rethought my 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 actual final grade, and then I, hearing you know Dave go on his little tangent there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I guess the only complaint was there's really no explanation. It just happens before your eyes, but they explain it kind of as evidence, but evidence for what? And mm. so just from that standpoint, is it a cop-out? No, not necessarily, because uh, I think what they needed to tell there works, and I think I'll have to come in at like 8.5. I I, I was toying around the idea of a 9, but I think it's going to be 8.5. Nice. That's yeah, weird. I was going to say, this movie opens itself up to definitely going up or down, depending on what they do with this, I don't, I don't want to call it, it's obviously not a franchise yet, but what they do with this Cloverfield name and these, and these movies. Like, what, what are they doing? Because J.J. Abrams has said that he, they have an idea. They're doing something that hasn't been done before, or doing something different. So He, he had an idea with Lost, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it turns out that they were all dead, it was just, you know. Yeah. Then, the, uh, oh, purgatory again, you son of a bitch. Uh, purgatory. <laughs> Clo- it's Clovey's purgatory. Like it's Clovey. And he's heading southbound. I'm Clovey. He's, he's heading southbound. <laughs> Crossover. Oh, hey. All right. Nice. <laughs> All right. It's funny, though, because even when Brandon was saying his grave... And he got to it, and what he said in the beginning, I was thinking the whole time I'm going 8.5. But then Christian jumped in and said, why do we all feel that way? And that's when I thought. And that, that's when I went on my tangent, and he says, and I, I figured, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going I'm, I'm going to go a full nine with it. So I, I just felt like giving the movie that much credit. I here, wish I was a full nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> well, he, here's the thing, and you know, it's it's whether you're rating movies on a filmmaking perspective or a enjoyment rating. And I always tend to rate more for enjoyment because I'm not a filmmaker. Yeah, I could see things. I could see, you know, oh, it's well shot. It's well acted. It's well this. But for me to pick apart a movie based on things that. Honestly, I don't know that much about. I- I'm not going to do it. So I always go kind of more for the enjoyment factor. I'm with you. Yeah. But a lot of times I enjoy it that much because it's such an excellent film. Yeah, and it so, was an excellent film. You know what film. I mean? Like like The Witch. I give The Witch a 10. That doesn't happen. I gave a Witch a 10. 
because I enjoyed it so much and because it was such a well-made film. I also give Friday the 13th a 10. I'm not stupid. I enjoy the fuck out of it. It's not an amazingly made film. There are some amazing things about it, in my opinion, but that's another 10. It's just, I want to say that I, you know what I mean? I want to say I give a grade on enjoyment, but it isn't just enjoyment. It's a combination of, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm even saying, but. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, too. It's a combination, but I lean towards one over the other. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to rate it higher because I enjoy it so much when I might not know so much about the actual filmmaking process. Hey, you know what, though? And I, I just complained about not liking found footage films, yet this is probably, you know what, I'm going to go a nine. Because, uh, hey, yeah, nice. I think I am going to go a nine because it's one of my favorite found footage films. And if I, you know, there's a there's a couple that might go a bit higher, you know, Wreck being like possibly one of them. Yeah. Um, but and the visit is is up there. I don't know if it's it, maybe that's more eight point five. But the the reality is there's a handful that I've really come to to love over uh, over the course of the the subgenre's existence, so to speak. And no, this is definitely I said it was one of the staple ones and one of the ones. You can compare it to. I don't think they all have to be CGI fests, but this one just did it perfectly for what yeah. it was. So, um, well, I shouldn't say per- almost perfectly because I'm giving it yeah. a nine. It's Excellent, man. That's Excellent. great. Yeah. Better check yourself before you wreck to yourself. Yeah, I wrecked myself. <laughs> I wrecked myself 15 minutes ago. But <laughs> if you guys can't smell it, I can't smell it. <laughs> I could smell it through that sock filter. Yeah. <laughs> I posted a pic on Facebook while we were shooting. While we're recording, I put a Facebook pic on. Nice. He's With the sock filter. Multitasking. Wow. Yeah. Guess oh, you should try shit. it one time. Well, I'm going to put on a cock filter now. Yeah. And... <laughs> Hopefully, we won't have to talk about semen anymore. <laughs> yeah. We always get that out of the way at the very beginning. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Once, once we go into the reviews, we actually sound intelligent and thought prov- and thought provoked you know? true yeah we're loosening up at the beginning yeah at the beginning we're just we're just shooting the shit yeah people love that hey yeah. shoot the shit yeah okay so next we get into our big movie 10 cloverfield lane okay 10 cloverfield lane 2016 directed by dan trachtenberg his first uh feature film After getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men who claim that the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack. Hmm. I think that's, yeah, I think it sums it up pretty well. It's, it's, well, it makes it sound like the two men are together in a plot when they really aren't. You know what I mean? When you hear that, a woman being held captive by two men, it sounds that way. That really wasn't the case. No, it says a woman is held in a shelter with two men. Oh, with two men. I'm sorry. Okay, that that changes it completely. Okay, and a a baby, (laughs) (laughs) and a little lady, and a little lady. Oh, that would be her. Two men and a little lady. Well, she's not so little. Although, maybe in somebody's eyes, she was littler than she was supposed to be. That's a whole other fucking thing. Littler than her age actually is the whole little girl thing and that, i guess we'll get into oh that. okay we'll be getting I, into spoilers because that's kind of a, a theory you know you just spoiled it <laughs> just spoiled you it spoiled the whole movie stan cloverfield lane that's it Done. see you guys next week shot or load in one second <laughs> yeah 
First well, time director. That's what I was yeah. just going to say. For a first time director, great movie, man. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. Great. Well done. Just well like done. Uh, just like The Witch. I will give him credit, even though I was thinking of coming down a, a notch on my mm-hmm. grade. From a first time full feature director, uh, feature length film, fantastic job. Definitely. I was going to say, it's, it, it's hard to really keep an audience's attention when you're shooting a film like this that's what we kind of call like a contained film shot in like one location primarily and with such few characters but these characters are really intriguing oh for for sure and now you just reminded me remember earlier in the show when i said i watched another trailer i can't remember what it was because of your beautiful beautiful description of this movie oh i know what your movie you're talking about the shallows Oh, The Shallows, yeah. Have you seen the preview for The Shallows? They call it a Jaws for this generation. Literally one actress, Blake Lively, yes. stranded on a rock because there's a giant shark circling her. I kind of want to see what? it. I want to see it too. Yeah. Why, it's, it's only the, about one person? Why, well, I mean, they, it's the only. there's a director and a star credited. The way the trailer works is you just see some water. You hear her going, help me. Help me. (laughs) And then it cuts to her on a rock. And then she sees land, which looks like, you know, it's about 200 feet away. A quick swim. The the water's... A little dip and she's safe. Yeah, you know, not far. But then there's a huge shark circling the area. Hmm. That trailer doesn't give shit away. That's a teaser trailer. So I would say that that's 100% safe for you, for it to pique your interest at least, without ruining anything. Oh, I'll see it. I'll def- I'm definitely curious about it. It's getting some hype. So it's about a shark. You don't usually see good shark movies. Now, back to found footage. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, back to found footage. What did you think about open water? Well, oh, I did mention open water because I checked out open water. I loved open water. Okay, that's another o- found Open footage. water right, one. Yes. I never watched open water. Two, nah, I didn't either. The fuck fact that shit. they even made one was kind of weird to me. Set adrift on fucking memory bliss or whatever it was called. Yes, the PM Dawn <laughs> reference. Yeah. My wife and I, my <laughs> wife and I both like open water. That was again, great idea, great, great concept. Yeah, good movie. So that's another fun footer. Did you see the Bay? Did you see fucking Troll Hunter? I I have both of those movies. I haven't watched either one. Buddy, oh, I'm telling all you, all those are really good. I'm gonna make you a fun one. Troll, troll, troll Hunter, I've been wanting to watch for a long time. <laughs> well, I don't know what awesome. happened. Yeah, dude, the trolls look awesome in that. Mm-hmm. And that concludes Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> 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 this is this is what we do. It is. What <laughs> You're right. I'll tell you what. Let me give John Goodman his props right off the bat. Holy Love shit, John Goodman. Right. This Dead guy, you, what a versatile he, actor. So good. So underrated. So underappreciated, I should say. Mm-hmm. He really is. And if this movie doesn't get him more attention, then, then nothing will because he was fucking fantastic in this role. Yeah, oh, he really him, was. Look at him in, and I'm not making a joke, look at him in Revenge of the Nerds. Look at him in yeah, Roseanne. Uh, Roseanne. <laughs> look at him in <laughs> a freaking um, nerds. <laughs> uh, Death I'm sorry, Sentence. I love that movie. Oh. Oh, it's a fantastic comedy. Oh, I love it. It, it is. It's timeless. <laughs> well, not timeless. It's just a classic. Um, awesome. Look at him in freaking Death Sentence, even. I thought, like, I'm like, oh, man, he hasn't aged well. No, no. That was his choice. Because then you saw him in Argo and uh, Flight. 
or whatever that one was with yeah. Denzel Washington. But you remember his character, that gun, the gun dealer in Death Sentence? Yeah. Kind of bit, creepy, like it, just very... Oh, you haven't seen film. Death Sentence? Oh, man. No. It's a Wan movie, too, isn't it? Yeah. It's the only Wan movie I haven't seen. Yeah. No, no, besides Fast 7, whatever the fuck it was. Because I don't watch that stuff, but I will see it. I'm fu- I'm furious that they keep making them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a fucking billion dollar enterprise now. Like, I mean, they're not gonna. Oh no, I get it. I saw the first one in the movies and I soon. loved it, but then I haven't seen any of the others. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm not into cars and guns. It's just never. Been yeah, fun. I'm not into cars and guns unless I'm shooting at at cars. <laughs> unless you're the guy holding it or driving, right? <laughs> then it's okay. <laughs> but John Goodman, just yeah, you can't. He, everybody in this movie is great, but he stands yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Stands out. He does a great yeah, job. Yeah. He just with the shifting gears. Can you trust him? Can you not trust him? Can you trust him? Can you not trust him? I don't know. And you're going right along with her. So whereas the first movie is a monster movie told in a found footage format, this one is told in this other really bizarre setup of oh I lost I lost my train of thought there. The wine is getting to me. I've been drinking on this episode, by the way. Is, Me too. It's Easter. We had yeah. wine. I'm with you. I had is, fucking. Is that glasses. Blood of the Virgin wine? No, it's. I did. <laughs> they were sold out. I took Blood of the Horror. It's <laughs> 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 going down smooth. <laughs> now, John Goodman's character in this is is got a lot of depth to him. Very, very deep, interesting character. Yeah, I was going to say paranoia film. Sorry, I my my mind went totally blank. I'm hooked oh, on yeah. phonics here, but like. It's it's a paranoia film, and then like you you nailed it, Dave. I don't think I'm giving any spoilers here because you nailed it before you you never saw the preview, nope. and you nailed it what you thought the movie was going to be. That's right, I fucking knew it, and I'll tell you why I knew it because it was supposedly all of a sudden this trailer came out and nobody heard anything about it. That this day and age does not happen. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care if you're George Lucas, J.J. Abrams. I don't give a fuck who you are. Nothing comes out of nowhere. So when this movie suddenly came out of nowhere, everybody was saying, oh, there's a Cloverfield sequel. I said, uh-uh. Because then I read one thing. I don't know what it was. I think it was like the very last thing we did. The last Banana Bites we did for Banana Laser. It was the new show we did. And I think, I didn't watch the spoiler. I think I might have read the synopsis. And, and I said it right there, fucking right then and there. I said, this movie was supposed to be something else. They took this fucking movie and they hit it, and it came out at this time, and they they slapped a Cloverfield fucking title on it and said, boom, Cloverfield. If there was a sequel to Cloverfield going on in pre-production, etc., we would have known it. So when it came out of nowhere, everyone was all excited. I said, tell you what, you guys heard what I said last show, and I'm not going to repeat it again. I just... Hey, we did joke about it, but there's still, even though I do think you're right, there's still theories that... That we might not be. Of course, there's going to be theories. Yeah, everybody wants to connect the dots. Why would you not? I, I get that. And, and they and they and they did it brilliantly in the in the way that they kind of made it that you can sort of start connecting some dots. And if they keep doing movies under this banner, it could turn into dots being connected, or it could just turn into you know a, an anthology of films just sharing a title. Well, I, I look at it like the M. Night version of how to do like a movie like this. Like it's just taking it from a different angle 
something familiar. And the the way I, what I mean by that is that the Sixth Sense is just a ghost story told differently than we've been told before. Yes, Unbreakable is just a superhero story told differently than it was told before. And I think that's what the two Cloverfield movies were. And in Cloverfield, the first or the Cloverfield, you can argue was just a found footage movie. And that's how it deviated from a traditional Godzilla, alien, whatever it may be, style movie. Yeah. This mm-hmm. one takes on the guise of it starting, and yes, maybe it organically came from something else, but does it take away from it? Well, we, that's where this conversation will lead. Because yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm on board. This movie's fantastic until the payoff, which I think is kind of possibly unnecessary. But I still like the movie quite a bit. I'm 100% with you because yeah. it's it's almost like it's two movies in one. Yeah. But it's like, do I like the ending? Not necessarily. Could I like the ending? Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> and the trip and the trip getting there was phenomenal. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it was. The, oh, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. You know, the first half of this film is awesome. Yeah. The movie, when it starts out, all I'm thinking is that it reminds you of Misery in the beginning. It's totally yeah. like fucking Misery. There was an accident. I was there. I saved you. I brought you back. I fuck. I'm nursing you back to health, etc. Yeah. That's the first thing I'm thinking when Total I'm watching. Total parallel, this. yeah. And I'm thinking, it's not going to be this cheap. More's going to happen. It's not going to be a fucking Misery story. This guy's not going to torture her, and he's not a fan, obviously. I mean, there is something going on there, which we get to, but that's what I remember thinking right out there. I think I whispered that to my wife. I go, doesn't this remind you of misery? Because that, that's the vibe I kind of got. I didn't think it was going to stay that way. And then with, with Goodman's character, what's his name, Howard? Howard, yeah. yeah. Is Howard's going on, that's something else that came with uh, that he was saying all this stuff's happening on the outside world. Now, yeah. you know there's no connection to Cloverfield because, number one, they don't mention Cloverfield happening, and this is definitely not the same time period as the first Cloverfield. It's just not. You can tell as you watch the movie, the references they make, the things going on. This is not the same time period. This is 2000. The guy was talking about fucking YOLO. That shit was, what, 2013? Yeah. You know, 14, whatever. They were talking about that shit in 2007. So it's, it's not the same time period at all. They never referenced it, which is okay. You don't have to reference it. And it's not New York City, so I get that. And but, even the, and whatever. yeah, that is you know true, but that could just be like a, a mistake if they did want to say, oh, it is the same time period. I suppose they could. It just seems kind of, and I don't want to rag on the movie, and I'm not ragging on the movie because I, I enjoyed the movie. My only beef is what I knew before that I sat, I sat my ass in the seat that it wasn't really going to be related, and it could have been called something else. Mm-hmm. It was just they used Cloverfield, and it's 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 it, to me it's almost. It's kind of disappointing that they didn't think the movie had enough legs of its own to stand as calling it whatever you want to call it. Why call it Cloverfield to sell tickets? It's a good movie. You don't need that. They could have called it any other title. And, yeah, and, and I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I, I hear where you. they're going yeah. with this. Well, that's why I, mean, I think yeah. there's Brandon's right that they're that this was the start of something else, and because of the success of this, I think they're going to move on and and, and give you a little bit more pieces. There's going to be more Cloverfield. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, whether whether it turns out that they're 
unrelated or related people, they're definitely going to do something else, and they're trying to achieve something. And, However, and, sorry, Brayden. No, you, I was just saying I'm I'm, I'm on board because I, I really enjoyed this, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed the first half of this movie before it, you know, the major shift in tone. Uh, better than the second. Not that I didn't like the second, just really, it starts off. It started off so good and so intriguing. And John Goodman's character is 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 quite eerie, and there's there's. It reminded me, misery was a good choice, and then it almost there was certain elements of the story that almost kind of felt like the vanishing and stuff. It was like it got it got real creepy. I I loved it right until. Uh, the last maybe five to ten minutes, and yeah. I'm trying to watch what I say because I think most of this we might have to be discussed if we do a spoiler segment on this. But ultimately, I'm saying that that movie was very highly rated, in my opinion, and the end could have, like again, exactly what Dave said, didn't have to be linked to Cloverfield at all, or it could have simply been one shot of something, and that could have ended the movie instead of yeah. it dragging out another 10 minutes. And I'm being very vague here for those that haven't watched the movie and I'll explain myself more thoroughly in spoilers. Yeah. I think the fact that they have Cloverfield in the title makes me not dislike the ending as much as I probably would had this movie been called, um, I don't know. 10, ten farmland lane. Ten, yeah. 10 farmwood lane. You know, then I would have been like, you. what the fuck? You know, well, the title then, the title then sets you up because you know there's got to be some sort. So for those expecting spoilers, like you, the title is going to, based on the fact you saw the trailer, that's more than three quarters of the movie. So what that trailer is teasing you is what you can expect for ninety percent of the movie, and then the other ten percent is the end where the ten Cloverfield Lane part really kicks into gear because otherwise it wouldn't have been called Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. So you solely think because of the last 10 minutes, that's when they said we can do it because of what happens? I, absolutely. I guarantee hmm. the original script. I'm stealing this right from your thought process, Dave, because I agree with you. But this is the, the, the original script was a paranoia film that probably ended closer to the way that I'm thinking. And they then J.J. goes, you know what? I've got this great idea. I love this script. Script's hot. And then <laughs> they decided to take that and said, we can film it in. And I love the fact that Cloverfield was a hit. I have some ideas for Cloverfield. Why don't we test the waters and we'll hint at it. It's not called Cloverfield 2. It's called Ted Cloverfield Lane. But we're now, as an audience, you're prepped for that. All the hype around it is, well, this is all secret. We didn't know there's another Cloverfield movie. But it's, it's not really. It's this paranoia film of this captive girl and the relationships within and how they play out and then the end gives it the just desserts for the title and whatever so i think the ending was changed or souped up to fill the vision of what they wanted to do to make it part of the cloverfield universe yeah and there's you know i i didn't follow this viral marketing campaign but there's this link that john goodman's character was an employee of the corporation mentioned in the first Cloverfield. I've heard this as well. What the hell did they... Now, what did he say about the company he worked for? There, There is some mention because he said that he did this and he did that. And What the hell was it? Do you guys remember? 
when he was talking about his job? Uh, what did he do? Uh, okay, well, here's what I I'm have. Blank, I'm blanking. Howard worked for a company. It was called Bold Futura. And uh, apparently they're, they're a subsidiary of, of the company. Uh, Tagruato? Yes. Yes. That company there. And the actions of Tagriato act as the catalyst to the events of Cloverfield. Yes. And then somehow there, it says that Howard was employee of the month in February or something or other. Where this picture is shown, I don't know. But this is what I've heard. Yeah, I didn't. I, you know what? I mean, I only saw it once and I, I didn't see it. But, you know, rewatch, second view. Yeah, right. If you can see that he was Employee of the Month and that title was on there, and it's actually in the context of this movie before the, the final ten minutes when, when Goodman's doing his thing and everyone's intact and everything else, then I will recant any statement I've made. <laughs> I'll say, okay, even if it's a small thing, as long as I know the intent of this movie while it was filmed to was to be have was to have Cloverfield in the title... I will recant any statement I make, but I need to see that to be sure. Otherwise, I have to, when it comes to my rating, in good faith, I can't rate it as high as I want to because of that. I have to go down just a a tad because I I, I just feel like I should. It just doesn't doesn't sit right for me that the wool is pulled over some people's eyes. But then again, what Christian said about the final 10 minutes and some of the... Things that transpire there, maybe that would be satisfying as a fan of Cloverfield. I never really, I don't know. Maybe it's not going to affect my rating. So right now I'm on the fence. We'll see where this discussion is going to go because I'm, I'm kind of torn. Because yes, I did enjoy the movie, and I also enjoyed the final ten minutes. I enjoyed the movie as a whole. And I'm glad the direction they went in the final ten minutes. I, I was completely well, fine with that. Well, I think they had to go that way. Because they there we don't know what's gonna happen. It's like uh it's it's almost like like building blocks to something bigger. You think they had to go that way because of the title? Is what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure that's what that's what you that's yeah yeah that's what you meant yeah and I okay. and I, I and I think this I I have a feeling that this was planned out for a long time. I I think he knows what he's doing. I mean he. Hmm. I, I I think he's he's got something up his sleeve, whether it works out the way he wants it to, whether it turns out to be connected or not. I'm not saying I didn't like the ending because I did I did like the ending, and I'm I'm glad it did go that way. But a lot of people who didn't like it told me they're like, oh well, that was stupid. Why did it do that? And you know, but I understand, and I'll stick by that the 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 movie within the bunker. Right, as a standalone movie, would have been amazing. Was amazing in this yes. too, but but it had mm-hmm. to, it had to go where it went for us to even be having this show. Otherwise, we wouldn't be linking these two. That, that's true. That's true. Well, I guess we should just say what we have to say before we get to the spoilers. Because what else can can we say before we get there? Because I'm kind of in a hurry to get there because there there is yeah, some stuff to cover um, here. The performances are great. I mean, there's there's only a few few actors and actresses in the movie. The, the story is good. I mean... The, the sto- yeah. I, th- I found it interesting that Bradley Cooper was the voice of the boyfriend. 
Oh, I didn't What's... know that. That's hilarious. Oh, really? The guy? Yeah. The I, yeah. I, it, that and that to me is just. I, I don't know. I want to know more about that. Like why? I want to know what was the deal with the relationship. Clearly, they were engaged because she left like a, a ring there. Oh, that's right. She says she, was... just, she always runs when she gets scared. So I think something just happened that whether it was that the fear of marriage. And she I just wanted to know. run away. It just—it it looked. I don't know. It's—it just. I don't know. It seemed very strange. And there was like there was clearly something going on at the beginning with the, the, the some sort of earthquake or something again. There was some sort of shaking, and she was panicking. Oh, you're right. There was something like that. Yeah. It's, what is that? You're right about that. It did a it did a, a great job of like leaving so many things like open. That I was like, ah, oh, man, I, I I want more. But why Bradley Cooper? He has nothing to do with Cloverfield. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying, and that's it just leads me back. Like, what 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 is what are they up to? What are they doing? I know what it is. It's the Midnight Me Train. He's fucking Leon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to our old show. This is a uh, connection to the Midnight Me Train. <laughs> uh, Imagine Clyde Barker and J.J. Abrams. They're, they're sharing the same universe now. Wow, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, I, I think whether it's a shared universe or two totally different universes, I, I'm I'm a fan of both, and I'm and I'm interested to see where where things go from here with this franchise or this anthology or whatever it is. This banner, as I I'll say, but um, as a whole, John Goodman was great. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was great. I even like John Gallagher Jr. Emmett, he was yeah. very good. They were all good. I, I yeah. connected with all the characters. Yeah, they, they were all right on. It was a, it was a a good story because you don't know what's happening with. I mean, because you meet Emmett and Emmett, like they said, you think that he's a prisoner at first, like she is, but she's not even really a prisoner. She's just there. And John says, "Well, you can't go outside because the shit's going on. You had an accident, and you got to stay here." Yeah. You know, the, the, you, if you go outside, you're going to see a problem. If you don't believe me, I'll show you my pigs. Or you can see this. I, I can show you examples of what there's this fucking shit going on in the outside world. And lucky for me, I prepared for this. And that's what he prepared for. It, and as a result, I mean, what happened? His wife left him, took his daughter. What do you say? He, he turned his daughter against him, and they left him. Poor bastard's all by himself. But this guy Emmett knows that this guy has this bomb shelter. And broke into the place. So now you see Emmett, and at first you think maybe he's a prisoner. Like, not, again, I'm saying the word prisoner. But that he's being held there by, by uh, what's his name, Henry? Howard. Howard. Sorry. And um, you find out that he was trying to get inside. He wanted to be inside this bunker because, he, because shit's hitting the fan outside. So that now you're guessing, is he in on it with him? What's going on? Are these two guys fucking perverts? What's happening? I don't know. There's a, it's like, how do you describe it, Christian? Is um, paranoia? A paranoia film, yeah. And that's what's going on. You're seeing yeah. it through her eyes. You're trying to figure out what's going on. Then they have the dinner, and they have a couple of uncomfortable things going on. And mm-hmm. There's a lot happening here. It's There's just, a lot, yeah. We really don't want to spoil any of that, even when we no. get to spoilers, because that's as you're watching the film, that's what keeps you into the film. You don't want to know what's happening. I'll just end my piece with uh, an interesting trivia question. Do you know who was originally supposed to play the role of Howard? Christian should know this. No, I don't actually know this. Kevin it, Smith. 
It was supposed to be a young a young Rami Zada. I love him. I love him. Sorry, I, I had to. They went. They went. You know, it was a wise choice, but you know, Rami, he could have delivered. Yeah, I he usually to. does, doesn't he? I was debating whether to go with him or Billy Newton. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, listen. I mean, I, I saw this movie quite a while ago. You know, I, I can't take notes in a theater. There's only so much. My memory is shit. You don't want to look like a lunatic. <laughs> no, I did like- do it once when I saw Clover Cloverfield. When I saw The Conjuring, the second time I saw The Conjuring, I sat all the way in the back by myself with a miner's helmet on, <laughs> so nobody would, <laughs> so nobody would see me. And I took notes on my phone so that my light wasn't disturbing anybody because it was me and, and nobody behind me. So I did do that way back when in the early days of the banana laser. I got my secretary to do it like in uh, Back to School. She was, she was sitting in the aisle with a typewriter. <laughs> and another thing, Vonnegut. <laughs> oh, fuck. So my memory is, isn't, you know what it should be for this for this movie uh, as, as far as you know look i just watched it two days ago and honestly like there's there's a lot more underneath the surface because it seems like a very it is straightforward in terms of what's happening but there's a lot of depth to these characters that leaves a lot of questions up in the air absolutely y- yes there is a lot of answers up in the air a lot yep. of answers to questions up in the air <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I do get you. Yes. I, yeah. I do get you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what, what can we say before we spoil? Before we go into the next round, uh, they're trapped down there or not trapped. The guy says there's shit going on outside. If you go outside, you're gonna get fucking. What does he say? The gas is gonna get you, or the the, the air might be bad, or, or whatever the hell. Yeah, the air. The air is um not good. Yeah, not good. Maybe a fallout. I, you know, it might be nuclear shit happening. This might be. You know, you got to be careful. You got to stay inside. Yeah, they're prepared to stay there for a year or two. Right, that's what they say. A year or two, maybe they can go out and see. And there's very little communication. They have like radio or, or something, right? They have a CB. What is yeah, that? and they got a nice jukebox, and uh, yeah, they got some VHS tapes. He was watching Pretty in Pink. Right, right, right. He's reminiscing about his daughter. Is Megan was one of her favorite movies. So then you see, you know, this guy misses misses his daughter a lot, and yeah, and it seems all sweet and innocent, and then, then it gets creepy. Then it's weird because in the beginning she doesn't trust him. Then later on, then they get more information, and then, then they trust each other, and they're fine. But in the beginning, you know, naturally you're not going to trust the situation. You're going to say, "Let me see what's going on outside. Is this guy full of shit or not?" Yeah, and well, I love the segment. She wakes up handcuffed to the or leg cuffed. To, right. Yeah, I mean, she has reasons not to trust and feel like she's been kidnapped, and it's a good setup. Mm-hmm. There's no spoiler that that's in the first five minutes of the movie. So. She did right. get her own room, though. I mean, Emmett was sleeping on a soda shelf. <laughs> oh, that's right, huh? That's what. <laughs> she was smart too when she did that thing with the fire and think you no know, one would come back in, and she whittled that thing down. She was going to try to attack uh, Henry or how? Yeah, Henry. I keep calling him Henry. Henry, you know. The fucking serial killer, yeah. <laughs> Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Henry. So, Henry! Henry, what's the matter with you, Henry? <laughs> Back to the beshi. 
So yeah, it goes back and forth, and I don't know. You guys, what do you guys have to say? Because I don't remember. Okay, well, I guess we'll rate. <laughs> I, I, we didn't really segue that we're going to go into spoilers, so that we're going to rate first. So We're going to rate first, and then we're going to go into spoilers and give a real rating. There's our good segue. Number so eight. perfect. That's uh, right. I give this movie a seven. Mm. Weren't we just supposed to give our head rating? Yeah, this was a head I rating. am sorry. I give this movie... <laughs> can't remember now... If a half head exploded, it's more of an eight, or if that would still constitute a seven. I'd say it still constitutes a seven. So I would say that I, I, I half my head was blown. You had a turtle head that exploded. Yeah. <laughs> a turtle head? Yeah. <laughs> a turtle head. <laughs> what is you never heard of a turtle head? A turtle head, like when you're prairie dogging. Oh, oh, oh. A turtle head. Okay. Sure. That blew off. Pokes his head out, pulls it back in, pokes his head out, pulls... It's a he's turtle talking head. about semen, this guy. That's what he's talking about. Poop! <laughs> <laughs> poop and semen. His two favorite topics. <laughs> poop and semen. Should be the name of a fucking show. <laughs> I like poop. Oh, those Germans, they love their shitty movies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. So, yeah. What the fuck am I thinking? So you're giving a half a head. <laughs> and a, and a seven. <laughs> Boy, Spoiler. Yeah. Christian Spoiler. only rated the movie. <laughs> okay, so I guess they get a freebie. That's okay. Good for them. I'll go next. I'll, I'm going to go right with that half a head explosion. I'm not sure of what numbers it covers either, but... <laughs> What's the one right below a half a head? I think that's some minor cranial damage. <laughs> Okay, I'll give a half a head then. Then, I'll, then we're all giving half head. Oh! Shit. Oh! <laughs> well, yeah, we can give head. I mean, guy, guys can give head to, to women, right? They don't usually call it head, but yeah. That, we're not sounding like, you know, we're gay or something, are we? It doesn't that matter. Doesn't, there's anything wrong with that, I'm just saying. Hey, I yeah. was in the military. I wish me, I was gay. They call, they call me Colonel Angus. <laughs> Angus. Is that why you got that? I thought they called you Colonel Anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Christian's killing it tonight. Ooh, yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so we're half-heading. Everybody's half-heading. <laughs> so now, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom. That's it. Spoiler section. What the fuck? So people, you guys have issues with the end. I don't have issues with the end. I'm just not sure. It it just depends on what they do with with this with this series. Like because it's such a good paranoia film, and there's so much depth to Goodman's character. I mean, he's clearly a monster. I mean, the tagline for this movie is "Monsters come in many forms," and they're clearly, obviously, referencing you know the aliens at the end, but certainly John Goodman's character because he is pure evil. Yeah, he's, he's just trying to replace his daughter. That's all his concern is. He had a daughter. The daughter's fucking gone because the wife bugged out. You know what? I can't, that shit crazy. I can't even I can't even say what I what I know about the wife and the daughter. All we know is that at some point he had another girl as a prisoner in that bunker who he killed. Right. He tried to replace his daughter with this girl. And the girl tried to get out and he killed her. Correct. So, did and he kill the original daughter too? No, I don't think so. I think that the I think that the wife and daughter left him. He said she was turned against me. So, I think 
that the wife didn't appreciate the fact that he was all about this fucking paranoia with the end of the world and building this bunker and all that shit. And she said, your fucking father's crazy. We got to leave. And they mm. that's what I get out of it. So then okay. he's so distraught because he has no daughter. He tries to replace her. He kidnaps the one girl. She tries to get out. Something happens. She gets fucking killed. Probably yeah, he, he, shit, he you know. clearly showed like no sort of hesitation. And if somebody betrays his trust, he's going to just kill them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Certainly showed that with Emmett. Exactly. Yeah. That sh- that scene was shockingly good. Yeah. Like, I, oh I just, man. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, holy shit. No, but and what I was saying earlier, and I didn't want to get into it then, because uh, I didn't want to spoil anything. Is honestly, I could have had her escape from the from the um, the place, and maybe it's a, a a realization of, oh wait, I'm okay. I can breathe without this suit, and then. She catches the big spaceship, and then the movie ends. And I could yeah. have been totally satisfied with that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been satisfied with just seeing the spaceship too, because at least it would have explained that there was some sort of attack. That that's why the um, the other woman, Leslie, who was outside, was infected because yeah. you saw the ships spraying that that toxin or whatever that green toxin. So yeah, I'm glad they showed that because then we know. Yeah, um, I would, I, but I, I don't know if I needed to see that that, that like dog type monster creature. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't love that. And I don't and, remember that. Was it? And, was it inside the ship? No, it was outside the ship. It was the monster chasing hmm. her through the field. Don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> and then you see this a spaceship at the end, and I'm like, okay, well, there some sort of that we know it's not man made now. Now we know it's aliens. So then, now going back to Cloverfield, and the fact that this is called 10 Cloverfield Lane, and they're trying to link these movies, then are they telling us that everything that we may have thought that the first movie was a man-made bio-weapon or whatever like that is actually an alien? So we, the initial thought of it just being an alien is correct, and now this is just, a what, an offshoot, an evolution of the aliens, and... Some other like alien yeah, friends. I, I I personally don't think it's going to connect back because of the fact that this one is clearly aliens. I yeah. mean, there's a spaceship, and the first one leaves it more open to to being some sort of um, biological monstrosity. But imagine this ending: she pops out, or she comes out. She re- like, she's still freaked out about the air and whatever like that. She re- everything's peaceful, quiet, whatever like that. She realizes that okay, maybe she doesn't need it like she did it in the in the theatrical version. Takes this, the breathing apparatus off. She starts walking. Then suddenly, that's when you see the ship sort of maybe the lights behind the house come thing. come over the house or a hit over the horizon. And then you see the the machine spraying down. So that explains that. And then she's just looking up, and then she just gets sprayed, and that's the end of the movie. Done. So I don't you know. want the downer ending, and then credits roll. Yeah, well, was it really? I don't know. I don't know. Her just driving out and hearing uh, about some survivors that turn into like kind of like I am legend, I am legend uh, or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, she, she, she's on her way. She's yeah. on her way to fight now. And that's yeah. another thing. There's there's not much about her character. There's there's just all you know. She's running away from her relationship. She's freaking out. She knows something's going on, and you just you don't get enough for her. She's great in the movie, but there's just. No hints to anything about her character. Well, I think I think they're they're banking on the fact, of course. I mean, oh, this the, might of be stating the obvious. No, I think this might be stating the obvious, but that she went from prisoner to victor, and that 
gave her the fighter fighter quality in her character. That was her character arc to escape and get out of there. Blew blew the place up, escaped the alien, and now is going to fight those sons of bitches. Yeah, and the but, escape of the alien was a little silly, you know. Exactly. She throws a Molokov cocktail in the hole like Tom Brady, and then uh, <laughs> and then she's, and, and then she's dropped from like a hundred feet in the air and lands perfectly flat in the car, not a scratch on her. It's like. Like, obviously, these are things you normally just, like, put aside for the sake of, you know, enjoying a movie. But they're kind of little things that bothered me. Well, I, I, I enjoyed the whole movie. Then that part came on my, hmm, I'm not enjoying this. And then the end part. And then I just said when the end when the end finished, I'm like, well, I like the idea of her going to fight. But that's probably what knocked down, probably knocked down a full grade that ended for me. Wow, you know what? It's weird. When when you guys were speaking of it earlier, without giving the spoilers at the time, I was thinking about that part and thinking how that brought it up for me. Really? How when they got there that it took that other direction that I wasn't at all expecting. But now, hearing you guys talk about it in more detail, now I'm going back down. So it's... Well, it's, it's weird. And again, I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't know where to come in on this because it's like I still enjoy it because I, I knew it needed to make this crazy twist if it wants to stay in this Cloverfield world. Yes. Whether they're the same worlds or not. I'm certainly intrigued. So that's that's um that's always a positive to have me intrigued and, and thinking about a film and, you know, again, another film where I came home and I was on the internet just reading up people's theories and stuff because there's yeah. a million different theories out there, and you know whether they connect back or not. You know, I'm intrigued to see more. So that adds to it. You're right, and you know what? It's, maybe after another movie comes out, maybe it'll bump the grades higher. Yeah, no, it's weird to say that. Uh, you know, we want to grade the movie as a movie, and then and then what are you going to say? It's contingent on what happens later. Because as a movie, I still enjoyed it very much. I can't, like I I will buy this movie. I enjoyed it definitely. Yeah, oh, I will. As did I. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I will buy this movie. I will buy the other Cloverfield. I will put them next to each other. <laughs> I will put them in the same slipcase. I would have liked a little less alien at the end. I agree. I don't know why, but that the the, the whole creature thing reminded me of like those. I I only saw the first movie and I didn't really care for it, but the first Hunger Games movie with the, those dogs, those robotic dogs running at the end. And and this is maybe also because I read that people were referring to the thing as like sort of like this alien dog, and it, that's what it looked like. And then with the, the ship, just getting too too up close and personal with it. In Cloverfield, even though you do see Clover, I I don't necessarily love the upfront shot, the up close shot at the end that HUD takes. I like it more when you see it from a distance, like disappearing behind buildings, or yeah. even even from like up in the helicopter where you see him getting shot up. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I think maybe they did drop the ball a little bit. It was a little too much. They had to do something, though. When she gets out, there had to be some type of resolution as to proving that, that uh, Howard was right was, yeah. was uh, important. That I, love was the fa- I, I love that fact that Howard was right, right, but she still needed to escape because he's a fucking psychopath. Exactly. And it's funny, as I'm watching the movie... Halfway through, and even before, maybe even not even halfway through, when she's still concerned about him, I, I reached, I leaned over to my wife and I told her, "I go, here's what it's gonna be. He is right about everything, but he's, but there's still something sinister at hand. 
there's still something up. He's going to be right about what's going in the outside world, but there's something else at play here. And that's what I knew right away. I was like, this is the way this is going to play out. And sure enough, that's the way it played out. But when we got to the end and we see a ship and the smoke coming out, and at first we think that it's a fucking hoax because she takes it off and she can breathe and everything else. Maybe he killed the pigs. Who knows? And then I'm like, oh, wow, I guess maybe I was wrong. And then when I saw the ship, I was like, okay, boom, I'm vindicated. That's what I thought was going to happen, but not to that extreme, I guess. It didn't have to be so so in your face, I guess, and the whole Molotov cocktail thing and everything. I could see how some people might think it was a little bit absurd. Yeah, because he even references early in the movie when he brings her stuff to her. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't bring the, the uh, scotch. Oh. Yeah, they really... So, it was kind of like, yeah. yeah, they forced that there, so it's like, oh, okay, the the scotch is going to come into play at some point. Oh, shit, I didn't even pick up on that. Because in the trailer, the trailer does give away a lot. Oh, really? Well, there you go. It does. It's a great yeah. trailer, but it does give away a lot. You do know that she gets outside, and you do know that there's some huge lights coming from behind the house, and you're assuming it's aliens. Oh, fuck that. Boy, am I glad I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, okay. yeah the fact that you were saying these things to your wife, like... Instantly, like obviously, I know you don't watch trailers, but if if anyone said that, I would be like, okay, you obviously didn't watch the trailer. Oh wow! Because I kind of knew <laughs> just from the trailer, but I, I I thought the trailer was great. But again, yeah. just de- definitely gave a little bit too much away. As they often do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Well, it's weird though, because once again, so we're gonna wait for another movie to come out to to actually decide. Where your grade's gonna go here? How often do you say that when you see it? It's a- weird. I'm, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm, no. I still enjoyed the film, and I'm still gonna yeah. give it a, a fairly good grade. And uh, I think a second viewing will will, will always will help. And not even necessar- not not even necessarily waiting for another film. Because if I just look at this as a film under the Cloverfield guys, and um, not even just say, okay, this isn't related to Cloverfield. This is just a separate Cloverfield type movie, then I, I still enjoy it for what it is. And again, nitpick a few of the things at the end and a few of the things here and there, but still uh, still enjoy it very much. All right. You guys want to rate this movie? Sure. All right, go ahead, man. Well, we know you're rating, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I blew my load as usual, uh, but it, it's a seven. It, and it was an eight until that final act, and it's a seven. That's my final rating. That's your final rating. Okay. <laughs> It's funny because I'm, uh, I am I think I'm right with you, actually. And I, I was eight. I was thinking eight. And I was knocking it down, not necessarily because of the ending. It was kind of the, you know, what happened here with the uh, it being called Cloverfield and it not really being related to Cloverfield. I was going to knock it down a point because of that. You know, because that bothered me, and I, I I had predicted it, and when I said last show and everything else, so that was going to knock me down. But now more that I now that I've been thinking about it more, and we've been discussing it more, I'm I think I'm right with you. Not for the exact same reasons that I initially thought, because maybe it will pay off. But still, it was still kind of a strange, and I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a trick. Maybe it wasn't just to sell tickets. Maybe we'll find out. But still. Between now and then, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be right with you. I'm going to say seven out of ten. Really did enjoy it, but there was some things like the title 
and like some of the things that happen at the end that may not have uh, been the you know the best choices. So seven out of ten. Hey, I came in high. <laughs> you're back. You're back to that. So what are you high? What's that? What are you high? What's your grade? What do you mean? I just graded it. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Christian gave his grade. I gave mine. <laughs> and now it's your turn. <laughs> oh, God. You know what happened? I dropped out. I know. I tried to play it off, and I just talked a lot. Oh, okay. And I thought I got my grade out in time because I was talking, and I gave my grade, and I guess I must have been dropped out the whole time. <laughs> are you dead serious? Yeah. I am dead serious. I knew he dropped out. That's why I got right into it and I talked for a little bit. Oh, yeah. shit. And I figured he'd come back. Then he came back, and I figured he heard, he heard me saying what I was saying, and then he was going to do his. Yeah, I, I heard you I saying because I thought you already heard mine. I thought you came in after I came <laughs> I thought he was... Ah, this, this stuff like, is great. Well, he just pulled our legs and, yeah, nice try, no, buddy. But, yeah. No, the reason why I said I came in high is because you guys gave a seven, and I was saying that I, I enjoyed the movie, and I, I give it a, a seven and a half out of ten. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, had a, I had a whole other spiel, but I can't remember. <laughs> it, it's in the cloud somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, uh, well, seven and a half. So, yeah, I mean, again, if this was called Ten Farmland Lane... <laughs> It would have my my rating wouldn't be any different. That ending, it's not the connection to Cloverfield so much. It's the ending's a little too much. I didn't need Dog Alien. Um, it could have just been it could have been simplified. Got the same point across. I would have felt that it was a big enough payoff because the paranoia film that led up to that point was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was. but it ended at a seven. Yeah, which if is still film- good. Still yeah, good. this Very if this film wasn't yeah, a Cloverfield shit. film, it would have been, I think, lower for me. Not much, but a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. So you have higher hopes for what's going to come next. I have. I next have. Year. I forgive the a little bit over the top ending because I feel like they're doing something bigger than this individual film, whether it's connecting to other films or just connecting to just this whole idea of Cloverfield, I'm like, okay, they're going they're going big with these. Well, my rating could change then. I could bump it up a full point if another movie comes out and, and there's more tie-ins and everything. And they do like a Saw series, where as it goes on, you can see something that happened in an early movie and they'll, they'll show it and they'll go, oh, this tied into this and that's why this happened. If it gets real fucking clever like that in another movie, then yeah, this is an 8 out of 10. But until then, I'll, stick, I'll stay, stay for the 7. That's the, hey, seven still a solid score. Yeah, of course you, you can't deny like the, the paranoia uh, and everything else that was going on in the performances, and that it was still enjoyable. You know, my my beef is with the title and with some of the stuff that happened at the end that you guys pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> that I just saw and I was like, okay, aliens, that's cool. Small tough cocktail, okay, well, a little far fetched, but okay, it's just one ship. I guess I can see it. But I didn't remember a dog looking alien, and I didn't remember something else, and, and uh, her being blown and landing uh, a certain way, which was kind of far fetched. I don't remember that. And the I don't. Way- rem- I don't remember her being blown, but I do remember her uh, <laughs> falling, you know, in the truck. And- <laughs> so the unrated version. <laughs> <laughs> half head, yeah, half head. I can't even fucking. Talk. Yeah, it is half head blown. Yeah, she was blown. Yeah, 
John Goodman blew her. <laughs> well, we've said it earlier that men can blow women. He, he, John Goodman actually blew Emmett away. <laughs> I think he wanted to blow her. Then again, Emmett probably wanted to blow her too. Blow? What the fuck are we talking about? I have no and idea. And uh, I would give. I would. I would actually say John Goodman deserves like an Academy Award or something for this role. Like he, he. It's going to be a memorable villain role. I yeah, feel you, ago. man. It's a shame that fucking because of horror, it won't get any recognition. Yeah, he needs he needs an Academy Award recognition for something because he's done so many good parts. I mean, yeah. just look at look at King Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> what, what an asshole! Oh. oh shit! I guess that's all. Seven, seven, seven and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not bad, not bad. Fucking Cloverfield. I was right, though. I'm going to go on record and say I was right. I told you guys. Ha! It's nice to be right sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Rub it in. All Slim. the time. It's nice to be right. Not that I'm right all the time, but when I am right, it feels good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. When I'm right, it's right, right? with the clover. <laughs> the clover. Lucky yeah. the Irish. Yeah, man. You're doubling over with laughter. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Hey. You got that Irish page open, eh, for jokes? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't have it, I don't have it open anymore. That, that, that came from the heart. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to be that. So next time we see you guys, it's going to be our epic show number 10 special. I've never seen the audience. Oh, you've never seen him? You've never seen anybody's picture? Nothing? I'm just kidding. Oh, man, that sucks to be you. I feel like a 40 dick. years of horror. Yeah, 40 years of horror. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds good, right? Yep. Yeah, 40 years of horror, 1975 to 2015. Yeah, it's going to be a real horror show. It is. It's going to be a real horror show. There's going to be more movies brought up on this show than... A lot of shows before it and after it. Holy shit. Yeah, Psycho. Psycho. Wait a minute. Nope. Well, maybe Psycho 2 or 3. Yeah, yeah Phantom so, Carriage. Or, or Phantom Carriage. <laughs> 19-fucking-22, whatever the fuck year that was. Yeah, freaks. 19, oh, don't even bring that movie up. Oh, my gosh. Whew, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Oh, yeah, you, you're freaked out by rolling torsos i don't want to hear it stop <laughs> i don't know uh 1975 to 2015 only maybe one if we get real bored one day yeah the witch the witch oh wait no 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 <laughs> i did that intentionally yeah. it's 2006 still I'll, i will say this before we leave 2016 so far i think we're off to a pretty decent start here yeah oh yeah Right? 2016 has been really good, and honestly, most of these films that I've seen in the theater have been really good. Right, right. Yeah. It's impressive. A strong theatrical presence early Right. 2016. No shit, yeah. I mean, we've had those unfortunate remakes that have come for no reason, that no one knows why they were even made, but, yeah. I mean, whatever. Aside from that, there's been independent movies that have been good, and we're going we're gonna to get into more of them shortly. And theatrical has been surprisingly good. So yeah, and I think for episode eleven we should do eleven Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> eleven, eleven, hmm, eleven. Damn, I got nothing witty to. to yeah, say. yeah, yeah, definitely eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely eleven. Double down, <laughs> double down. Yeah, de- definitely eleven. 
you do this so well. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from making an inappropriate joke. <laughs> now you're going to pull back the reins? I'm pulling back. I'm... Okay, all right. All right. So, yeah, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, it's not as short as we thought it was gonna, as we thought it was gonna be this show. So you guys got a decent show here, probably two and a half hours or something. Yeah. So there you go. But yeah, show ten. Get ready. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. I don't know where the fuck that comes from. Yeah, show ten's gonna be a big one. We're gonna go all out. We're gonna talk about all our favorite movies from each year. Yeah, I'm telling all my friends. Yeah, you better. <laughs> I don't I don't have any friends. <laughs> Pass it on. And yeah, we'll be back. And then don't forget Listener's Choice is coming show 13. We'll get on that soon. We'll start plugging away on- online about that. And giveaways. I know I keep mentioning it, but at some point I have a lot of movies to give away. Yeah, see, he's got stuff to give away. I have merch to give away. We have things here. We're just yeah. waiting for the right time. We, we gotta, we'll discuss and come up with some ideas for how we want to do it yes we need more itunes reviews that's what we need yeah we'll definitely do a random review giveaway but we could also do like some sort of you know little contest or something something fun yeah sure hey why not we can do that or i could just be like here take my movies please uh someone send us an email we're waiting for our first email do it. First person to send an email gets a prize from me. Email's dead. Social media's where it's at, I think. That's where Boom. we're finding it. Somebody send seeing. me a social media through email. <laughs> yeah, but everybody asks us questions on social media when we ask them for it. We've done that before. No one sent an email. Somebody LinkedIn me. LinkedIn, huh? Isn't that like how you get a job? <laughs> I have no idea. Answer it. Maybe we're going to get hired by uh, Podcast One. Check out MySpace. <laughs> What is this, that fucking movie? <laughs> follow, follow, follow me on MySpace. <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> Give us a rating on Twitter. A rating on Twitter. Give us a rating on iTunes. <laughs> Preferably five star. Fucking twat us or twit us or whatever the hell it's called. Twitter or twat. <laughs> yes, Twitter or twat. And send us an email, explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Weigh in. Ask us a question. Say what you want. And that's that. So we will see you guys episode 10 for the big 40 Years of Horror special. That's all we got. So say goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya.